Welcome to No Quarters, episode 102. Ooh, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. You are fucking A right. Brought to you by video games and video games. Oh. And more video games. Ooh. And also brought to you by me, Mackie. Me, BJ. Chuck. You, Carlo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> us. Right. Your friends. Yes, your friends who are about to present you. The 2018 Fodies. Oh my god, it's the Fodies. The oh Fodies. God. The favorites of the year. Not the best, not the brightest. The ones we like. Not the, the most. most critically acclaimed, but the ones we liked. Oh, I thought you were describing us. <laughs> oh. that, well, yes. Yeah, that is accurate. That's our tagline. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. It's our tagline. God damn it, Chuck. Well, yep. this is a new era. This is season two. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Sure. The first right. 100 were season one. Oh, that's right. That's right. We've, well, yeah, by television oh. standards, this would be season one, episode two. Hmm. <clears throat> Sure. Okay. Either way, Fodies. Okay. How we do it here. We don't try to come to like some big, this is the game that affected the culture the most. None of that shit. Mm-mm. We're just like, hey, here's what we liked. We didn't play everything, but we did. We did play some games. Yeah. What we played, here's what we thought. Yeah. Let's go. Some of there. us played practically nothing. Yes. Some of us did. Spoiler alert. Some of us me. played a lot more than others. Yeah. And some of us just played the same shit for a thousand hours. But that's why we're a good mix here. We are kind of like I it's it's weird. Like like I think about the early episodes and how we were so like it was like, yeah, we all played this. And then we all played this. And we all played that. And now it's like it's always like one of us or maybe two of us have played a game and we we spread the wealth it's, a little more. It's rare when more than one of us has the same game to talk about at the same time. Yeah. But it is interesting that like even separate our opinions can kind of converge in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. About some stuff, which we'll cover soon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to start off. Yeah, we do categories. In case yeah. this is your first Fodies, we have some oh, categories yeah. leading up to the actual thing. Yeah, our yes. actual top awards. These are not uh, all-inclusive categories. These are just also like Fodies. They are just... Hey. Hey, these are the things that we thought we've had so the few things that we played. Yeah, we've had so many categories over the years. And it used to be more just... when there were more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to have like best DLC on there. Now oh, DLC yeah. barely exists. Yeah. DLC is really, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's mostly like the big tentpole games that get three or four DLCs and then. And most yeah, of the time it's it. like, well, after you're done playing it and you're moved on to yeah. something else, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, DLC. Hmm. Yeah. I'll go back someday. Yeah. Like yeah. Destiny, I think, gets DLC and the battlefields get DLC and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They get map packs. Yeah, we used to have best downloadable game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now it's, oh, my God. All now the they're games all are downloadable. downloadable. They are. Yeah. It's so. great. It is. Especially I, with bandwidth caps. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I paid to unlock mine. I paid dearly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have to take your Xbox to a Starbucks and mm. connect it to their Wi-Fi and download stuff. Yeah. Starbucks. You've yes. broken. The, you've cracked the code. I have. Yeah. But we're going to start off with, first one is, games we played more than we probably should have. Hey, that's a category. Yeah. <laughs> we might like them, but we still probably played too much of them. We, we recognize our faults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have we many of them. We can get a them, bit but... obsessive about certain <laughs> things that we like. Yeah, I'll go first uh, with Pokemon Go. I noticed tonight <laughs> yes. that you have more Pokemon than anybody on planet Earth. Oh, no. There are plenty of people that have more than me. But... Okay, maybe. There's probably people that have caught them all at this point, perhaps. Uh, yeah, all of them released. Probably yes. But you have you have played a shitload of Pokemon's. I have. I lust over like region exclusives, like the one from Africa. 
that you actually have to be in Africa to catch that I've seen people have. And I'm like, how can I get one of those? You must trade. Or take a flight to Africa. Or take a flight to Africa. You sure. can do that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And then hope it spawns. And yeah. But anyway, yes, I've played way too much Pokemon Go. Which is not a bad thing, but... Not it, necessarily. You know, it gets you outside sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you play with your wife, which is a nice yeah. bonding experience. She's, she's enjoying two. it. We do some raids together, meet up with some nice. randos at a park. I'm not about Which that is better anymore. than the usual thing you would do with meeting up with randos in a park, but, you know, sometimes you just it's fight still pretty it. greasy. Yeah, like, sometimes you... you Play Frisbee golf? Yes. <laughs> like I said, oh. Pokemon is better than Frisbee golf. Oh, okay. wow. I don't, yeah. I don't know about all that. Whoa. But I know. Bold, it's um, bold it's disc golf. Box. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm drawing the sorry. line here. Yeah, that that's mine. Pokemon Go. I have. I, I I am glad there's no like hour counter because I would probably. I would yeah. probably be in a bad place if I'm, I had that. I'm still playing Pokemon Go, although very casually. It's my waiting for dinner, or mm -hmm. you know, it's the best way to do it. Yeah, trust me. And I pretty much just like I'll catch one a day to get some streaks. <laughs> yeah, that's about mm -hmm. it. I will make no effort to go visit stops or anything else. I like that like now it's just like because you know you have like watching things that are tracking your motion you don't have to like have the game open that I I used to just go to Pokestops just to get more balls because I'd run out and now it's just like oh you walked this much a week have a plethora of Pokeballs oh yeah it gives you like 30 regular ass Pokeballs yeah, yeah I cracked 50k last week hmm. yeah 50k walking 50 distance? kilometers okay wow that's a week. lot that's like it was it was um, like I think I topped out at 54.9 that you're right. The yeah. math checks out. Yeah. It is some miles. It's, yeah. it's a lot of walking over the course of <laughs> less a than week. fifty, as I yeah. understand. Yep. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Pokemon Go. Uh, my other one is Dark Souls Remastered. Mm -hmm. I love Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I, I played Remastered all the way through, <laughs> twice, and I've almost reached the point where I could have all the achievements again. Does that include DLC? Uh, Did it I have played, DLC? Yes, I played through the DLC also. Good work. I'm proud of you. That's exciting. The DLC is good for that game, but but yeah, I mean, I it, for a game I played through so many times, I probably shouldn't have played it through again, but mm. I did. And because we're talking remastered, Burnout Paradise remastered, I've I'm coming close to getting all the achievements in that again. Nice. And it's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done this, but with that one, it's been enough time since that came out, that it's like, all right, this all still feels fresh. Yeah, that, that game does not belong in this category. Any well, amount of time feel, you play, you spend know. playing that game is the right amount of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I played a lot of it. It's fine. So let's just put it that way. Game of a generation. Yep. I mean, it... Yeah, it's good. I know. It's so good. On track to be a game of two generations. <laughs> 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 well then. No. But those are mine. Okay. Uh, as for me, I surprised myself by playing too much No Man's Sky this year. Uh, a friend of mine gifted it to me, and it was the, like it was the one game that I could find myself sitting idly and watching something else while I was playing No Man's Sky. So I'd like watch a stream or watch a, a TV show or something, and just fiddle fart around in No Man's Sky. And I know that the general consensus uh, with a lot of people is. Fuck No Man's Sky, but they've done a whole lot of work to um, 
to really expand that experience. So if it's been a long time since you've played No Man's Sky, they had they just had another update uh, not too long ago called the next update. No, I don't remember what what the fuck it was called, but they had a, a recent update. So yeah, next um, was the one when the Xbox version launched. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the big huge. Yeah. So next so, was the the big big one. So are you playing on PS4 or Xbox? PC. Oh, PC. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Man, a personal <gasps> computer. I'm confused. Yeah. A um. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I have a personal computer, and I have used it to play a video game. Booyah. Oh, wow. Um, but a, a friend of mine gifted it to me out of the blue, and uh, I just sat down and started playing it. And that's pretty nice on PC. It's pretty good. Except for flying. Flying sucks on PC. If you try to fly with like a, a mouse, it's just the worst. But Dude, you got to get yourself a flight stick. I've yeah. been considering it because I... Get some HOTAS. You, I, I have one you can have. Okay. A, a f- try it out. I see what you think. want a copy of Elite Dangerous, and I want to do space Ooh, shit. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you should take the stick. Okay. You're I'll, not playing. I'll, I'll give you the stick. You give him the stick. <laughs> oh, give me the stick. Give me the stick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you know my dad? <laughs> I am your dad. You're nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky. Yeah. Pretty good still. It's even on your phone. Yeah, it's still... It, it has been the background on my phone since about uh, two months before release, so... Mm. Yeah. I will not release it from my uh, lock screen. That's fair. Uh, yeah, mine's kind of weird because it's not even really officially out yet, but I've already reached the I've played it too much level, and that is Slay the Spire. Okay. Um, it's still an early release. Um, I think the real release is real soon, like maybe this month mm-hmm. or next month, but yeah, I already have like 100 plus hours on the pre-release version. Um, just fucking around playing endless mode, and I don't know, it's just, it's a game. I, I recognize that I've played too much of it already. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, you kind of maxed it out completely. Yeah, there, there's there's a new like ending I haven't tried yet, like on the story mode, because like they you know they keep patching it because it's not even there yet. Um, but the, yeah, there's there's dumb things mm-hmm. that make me want to go back and play it more. But I'm kind of like I should probably just say I'm done with that game. Yeah, sometimes you just have to hit a point where you're like I think I've gotten everything I'm going to get out of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I almost put like until I realized. I almost put Dungeons 3 on here because I went back and played way more of that, even this year. I know mm-hmm. it got talked about last year, yeah. but man, that game, like, I had to I had to pull the plug on it because the DLCs were getting progressively harder and harder and more frustrating, and I was like, okay, I beat the game. How come the DLCs are getting harder? Like, that's that's a weird thing. Like, Is yeah. it just one of those, like, hey, we want to challenge master players type I guess, thing? yeah. It's just like I, mean, like, I played the first one, I was like, oh, yeah, that was cute, and I played the second one, I was like, that was cute, but kind of hard, and then, like, the third one came out, I was like fuck this like mm-hmm. just like your conditions for winning are insane yeah. so that's I did, a shame yeah did you not play um diablo on switch i did i did not buy it on switch <sighs> I, I i have shown some restraint oh and my I have god not i have it. not bought it either because oh yeah i have a switch now yeah since last episode i have i bought a switch Man. but that'll come up i i seriously but no diablo I seriously thought about it only because the Harlow challenge because they have the um, <laughs> they have the treasure goblin like amiibo and I, mm-hmm. I kind of want that even if I don't buy the game mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. yeah but it's a pretty good one yeah I don't know I just I I really just started looking at like the amount of time and stuff I had on Xbox One and I was like I I can't I can't start from scratch I, I have however like that could almost make the list because I have like played a, in a couple seasonal events mm-hmm. um, just for shits and giggles but. Yeah, but, which keep, is starting completely over. I keep wanting to go back to do uh, all the necromancer stuff, and then I remind myself that I can't, like, or I would literally not play anything else. I'm in. 
It's, it's me, like a drug. <laughs> it's it's like a drug. It's like you know, once you quit, you can't unquit, or else you're you're just you're done. Right. You you're back in, man. Checks out. And you're given fucking hand jobs for more Diablo, and you're regretting your life choices. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I've already been down that road, so I'm not going there again. So speaking of biggest disappointments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like a sad handy. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no, just kidding. Oh, okay. Chuck, did you have any games that you played more than you probably should have? No, I played uh, the right amount of time really? for all the games that I played. You're you're very good at your I'm you're, you're good at moving on. Uh, yeah, I, I can just I can just go. You know what? Yeah. No, I, I got to get yeah. to the next thing. You find them, you fuck them, you forget them. Yes, it's it's just the rule of the land. That's well, F cubed. <laughs> yep. I'm, what? Don't hate the player. He just yep. plays the games. Yep. So, yes, that's me. So now biggest disappointment. OK, just get the negative ones out of the way. Early. Yeah. yeah. Mine by far king of biggest disappointment. Monster Hunter World. I feel like whenever I see that that animated gif of Obi-Wan going, you were the chosen one. Mm -hmm. I think about Monster Hunter World. Okay. Because everything I saw before release, I was like, all right. So you're kind of combining like fighting the huge, cool looking bosses of Dark Souls. You're combining like all the loot type shit that I love from Diablo and it just looks really cool and the design looks awesome and the areas look awesome. And then you play it and it's like, fuck man, <laughs> you know, it's like reading something on a menu in a really good restaurant and going, Oh man, that sounds fucking awesome. And then it comes in. It's like kind of not cooked right. And like, doesn't taste nearly as good as you thought it would. And there's parts of it are kind of chewy. And, and every like, time uh, you're about to put a bite, you know, into your mouth, it just flies way the fuck away. And you have to wait yeah. an hour before you can eat again. Yeah, I just, I couldn't, and I tried, I I still, ha I have probably about 20 hours in that game, so it's not like I, like, played that tutorial part and was like, nah, fuck this, man. Oh, but it really doesn't open up until the 21st yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But That's I mean, when it I, becomes I've, the real Monster I've, Hunter I've world. played with friends, I've played solo, I've, I've tried so hard to get into that game, and it is just impenetrable bullshit, and that's, that's a bummer for me. Because I really, like, I wanted that, I felt like that game, I want to have that reaction that so many people are like, yeah, my game of the year is is Monster Hunter World. And I'm like, I wish I felt what you feel for this, but it is, like, not, not good. I, I'm gonna, I just, I don't think that game is good. I, I didn't put this on the list, but I'm, because you just said, you phrased that that way, I'm putting a little carrot here and saying, I have to put God of War on this list. Because mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I wish I felt about that game how everyone else seems to feel. Because that, like, across the board, if you look at, like, Game of the Year things, that's on almost every site. Yeah, It's, it's like, between, like, three things, and that one is, like, probably the more dominant one. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't get it. I don't know what that game did wrong for me. Like, I, I just, yeah. I keep thinking I'm going to go back to it, but then I think about it, I'm like, nah. I tried recently, and you may have to start over. I, I will because like I absolutely learning will learning how everything works again. You're like, ah, fuck, and every every combat encounter is like, you're gonna get your ass kicked here, even on baby mode. Yeah. So, so. oh well. Uh, following that is my reaction to Red Dead Redemption Two. It has still not grabbed me at all, and I've gone back a few times, and it's just not working. And 
I actually listened to our podcast that we did when we gave it our Fody, and it was like a unanimous. It was like, everyone like, yeah, Red Dead Redemption is like, this is easily the, the Fody for all of us. The Cause, original, you mean? Yeah, because yeah. we used to like be like, all right, what's our consensus? Right. You know, we let's just vote on every, like, what, what do we think the best one was? And we it, don't and have like, three weeks for deliberation anymore, yeah. though. Yeah, and that, and, you know, it beat out Mass Effect 2. And I was like, oh, shit. I mean, it's like, man, Red Dead is... Chuck's shaking his head, but you weren't here for that. I, I mean, know, we and fucking, I would have I ruined your plans. loved Red Dead. Like, I still legitimately love Red Dead Redemption, the first one, and something about the second one, like, just doesn't work for me. And I don't know if it's just, like, too much feature creep or what, but I still want to go back. It's not like I'm like, nah, fuck this game, I'm done, like I was with Monster Hunter at, eventually reached. But, you know, when you're just like, when you have a game where you're like, man, this game is fucking amazing. This is one of the best games I've ever played. And then the sequel is supposed to be everything, you know, supposed to be that plus more. And it's just not even close. It bums me out. And I know you've played more, BJ. Yeah. You'll have more to say about it later, but. Well, I was going to just ask you what chapter you're on. Oh, I'm still in the first one. I can't get past, like, I, I just. Even just fucking around, I don't enjoy fucking around in it, and I'm okay. not sure why. Where I fucked around and got 100% in the first one, like, you know, collecting all the herbs and killing all the bison and just, like, doing all of the shit that you had to do to get 100% in that game. Yeah. And had fun doing it. And wanted to, do, like, wanted to start over and do it again. I loved it so much. I'm on, like, chapter three or four now, and what ended up getting me into the game and i'm not saying that that red dead has redeemed itself um necessarily <laughs> but it's got some of those open world hooks into me mm-hmm. and i got there by kind of deciding to do my own thing for a while and i set myself some hunting challenges i was like okay i'm just going to go after finding these animals and that really actually got me into the world like going out and hunting things for specific reasons and just existing in the world and really getting used to all of the dumb feature creep, like just getting acclimated to pulling all those levers at once. Mm. It's like you sit down in a, you know, you know, in a big excavator or something, you got 48 levers there that you have to manage. Once you get used to managing them, it's not that it's easy anymore. It's just that, just that you have a handle on how it works and you can get through all of that confusing stuff to get to your actual job. So um, long way to say I've adjusted to the, to the feature creep mm-hmm. and figured out what I can kind of ignore. Yeah. But um, I still am kind of in the same boat that I'm kind of disappointed with, with what Red Dead 2 is compared to Red Dead 1. I don't know how you follow up the game of a fucking generation with, or a game of the generation uh, with with anything, but I don't know. I I will report more when I'm done with the story because mm-hmm. I'm about halfway through right now, but it's still sitting solidly in kind of disappointed territory. Yeah. Even though I like some of the shit that's going on in the story that I've gotten to now that I've um, now that I kind of kickstarted my interest in the game. Yeah. Okay. But I don't blame you. I just I was just curious where where you were because I, I wanted just, to see if you had gotten the story yeah, to sort of start flooding in. It's just not gripping me at all, yeah. and that's unfortunate. I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, my last one, 
last disappointment, Fallout 76, but not why you think. Because I know this has become like the internet's punching bag and like literally anything that happens about it, somebody has to be like, yeah, well, look how they fucked this up now. And I think my biggest disappointment is you took Fallout and you took all of the characters out of it. And they committed to this thing where like, you're only going to find dead bodies and you're only going to find notes on them or recordings or whatever. And you're never going to meet any actual characters in the game. So there's zero NPCs in the game, basically? There are some robots. Okay. And that's about it. Otherwise, the people you're supposed to interact with are all the other assholes running around, you know, bunny hopping around the landscape. And it's like, (laughs) it just feels like a fundamental, like, do you, did you guys play Fallout? Do you even understand why people enjoyed Fallout? And I don't think they did because what they made is this big, cool, empty, personality free world. And that's a bummer like, like th- that they took the premise and they fucked it up. Like it should be so much better. It should really have been. All right, here's a fallout game. Your friends can join you. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to take out NPCs for an MMO. I mean, every yeah. other MMO has NPCs. Yeah. And, and that's the biggest disappointment for me is just like, you guys really like you just, you fucked up. Like not only, and, and expecting players to make the story, for each other, you know, when there's a limit of like 24 per server. So you're probably never going to run into the same people anyway. And people are just going to run by be like, ha and just, you know, <laughs> jumping around being stupid. Like it, it breaks the world. Cause you see a guy just like bunny hopping through the landscape and it's like, all right, whatever, man. Or somebody who's just like, you know, right. Like people just running by want to trade, want to trade, want to trade, want to trade. And it's like, no, no, leave me alone. So Yeah. And on top of that, you know, all the bugs, all the game-breaking stuff that happened, but... I think they forgot what the internet is. Like, how players react to a... Like, I, to a space. I just feel like... They must have. It's like Twitter. Like, like so many Twitter employees just don't even understand what Twitter is. You know, and, and it feels like that, where it's just like, you don't even understand why people like Fallout, why people use it, how people use it. You know, they, they're just like, oh, wait, so this happened? Oh, we just, when we tested it, like it didn't happen like this. And it's like, yeah, because you didn't, you weren't in a place brimming with assholes. Right. Yeah, there's no real world observations going on. It's just their little close environment of programmers and they don't quite understand how people are approaching their games. Yeah, and, and have no concept it, of how well, yeah. multiple people. Well, it's would a very engineering concept of to be like, well, they should play it how we want them to play it. Yeah. It's like, no, people are going to play it how they want to fucking play it, and you need to cater it to them to right. like to figure out how it's going to work for them, rather than forcing them to make it work the way you want it to. Yeah. Because then they're just going to think it's broken and bad. GTA Online, that should be where you start looking at how people are going to play your open world game online. Just look at GTA online, take a snapshot at any point in time of what people are doing there. And it is fucking murder, hoboing, griefing, just doing everything they can to fuck up a situation. Uh That's how people are going to approach sandboxes at first, you know, other things will develop in rare instances, but that's, that's the first instinct of every gamer is just to go in and fuck with things. So, if you start from that assumption, you will probably build a better online experience for for your uh, for mm-hmm. your users. Yeah, you'd hope. Fucking idiots. Yeah. So speaking of fucking idiots, <laughs> BJ, Honest what on are your segment. choices? 
Well, somebody uh, somebody has written something uh, disparaging towards me oh. on oh, that the spreadsheet. You? No, it was not me. I wrote I, that. Of course you wrote Only that. Only as a legacy comment, because it's there every year. <laughs> right. <laughs> Only one year did I declare it year of game, and then it wasn't, and now I'm mocked mercilessly for my for my hubris i'm i'm saying that the fact that this was not your year of game was ah, disappointing okay. to me okay so yeah, we're still waiting on it one of my I'm biggest disappointments. <laughs> i'm not <laughs> fucking i'm not making any promises i think i said after my failed year of game that i'm i'm not gonna declare anything my year of game oh. uh, except for perhaps in jest well we'll see about that but, <laughs> uh but i put a real thing on here i put far cry 5 on here and it's not because of the way that game plays or anything you do in it because most of everything in Far Cry 5 is dumb fun the thing the two things about Far Cry 5 that absolutely suck is that one it is not the game that it was initially that it initially seemed like it was going to be it seemed like it was going to be this kind of hard edge like here are these fucking cultists in America and they're pieces of shit and it's time to to exact some fucking justice and let's do this and then they just watered it down and made them all kind of just weird and not not aligned with any kind of ideology it was just vague dumb cult nonsense and plus everyone's on foggy drugs you know it's just like yeah, yeah we turned all the fields into drugs and everyone's on the the mist or whatever the fuck the drug was and that it just it seemed like it had potential and they they were they backed off like they were afraid to really commit yeah. to they went middle of the road and didn't please anybody with it yeah and then the other thing about that is that ending fuck right off mm-hmm. like usually like video game stories who cares but man that ending is one of the worst like there are just video game endings that come along where it's like okay they obviously ran out of money they threw a title card up there and that was it no this is someone mapped this out this was someone's vision and that person sucks <laughs> The, the ending of Far Cry 5 absolutely sucks. Yeah. And then that's the one that they actually continue from. Yeah. For the new one. Yeah. So the, the new side story is that, it, man, if that side story does not resolve that shit, like the way all the, the, the Mass Effect 3 DLC mm-hmm. fixed that shit at the end of Mass Effect 3, like, I, man. <laughs> I'm still going to, I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to play it. Sure, because me I, too. I, I've got to know. Like, yes. Yeah. Like that motherfucker, if he is still alive, has to die has to and it has to be done by me (laughs) (laughs) yes i will not accept any other outcome so there you go those are my passionate anti-words for (laughs) far cry Mm -hmm. 5 my biggest disappointment for this year is i'm just not excited to play games all that much lately and it's not that there aren't good games it's just that i cannot make myself sit down and play video games very much anymore and i don't know what it what it is i i haven't figured it out or else i would have fixed it i would have like took a needle and shoved it in me my eye into my brain to like stab that little part of myself out so that i could play play games and experience joy again um (laughs) but i just couldn't be fucked to play a video game hardly this year like i played far cry 5 because uh, I was hyped about it because I wanted to fucking murder cultists, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I played some Red Dead, uh, but it was hard for me to get into playing Red Dead. And I played like 
Burnout Paradise Remastered, and those were like the, those were the three 2018 games, and even Burnout Paradise Remastered is an asterisk. Um, those are the 2018 games that I played. You know, I, I have one, five, nine, ten games total that I played in the entirety of 2018, and I just I'm a little bit remorseful about it, but I just couldn't. Like, I couldn't get hard for yeah. games, man. And I don't know. Well, you can't force yourself to play something. Yeah. I wanted know, to, or you're not going to enjoy it anyway. Yeah. I wanted to watch people play games more, and I did a whole lot more watching people play games through Twitch than I did playing games myself this year. It's it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but, like, for some reason, sitting down and... I know, for one, it's, like, the time commitment. I know if I sit down to play video games... I can't do it in one-hour chunks. That's just not how I game. I, I cannot pick up a game and play it for an hour and put it down. I have to put in three or four hours when I'm when I'm into gaming. And I just, like, between food, feeding myself, and chores, and all sorts of other fucking distractions in the world. Being a goddamn adult. Yeah, basic, yeah. basic adulting. Yeah, goddamn adulting. Basic adulting, like, breaking up my, you know... I need a... I need a like a, a live-in somebody to, to bring me food so I don't have to bother and do all my laundry. Like, I, I need to be a kid again so I can get excited about games so I don't have to fuck with all this adulting bullshit. Let's let's but, write it right now. Reverse big. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wish I was a kid. Then <laughs> Zoltar turns you into a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you get to have fun again and joy. Yes. We'll, yeah. call, we'll call it small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I would like that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um. Just, yeah. just kind of piggybacking off that a second, although I'll talk more about this later. I, f- for, I mean, I feel the same way as you. I, I really do. Like, sitting down to play games this year was not something I was ever excited for. A lot of it was just like, I should probably, the zeitgeist around this is, a th- I should probably, because this is a thing. But, like, in previous years, there's always, like, uh, kind of just, like, a schedule of, okay, I've got this much time to play through this before this next thing comes out, and then I get that, and then I play through that, and then... There are two games after that that come out, and then like, you know, Black Friday week or the, the a couple of weeks before that, it's like there's seven games, you know, all the games that come out that one week, Hell right. Week, and like this year, like literally, I was just like looking at sales, going, yeah, I'm good, like I nah, <laughs> yeah. like I would always just like, okay, there are six games coming out in November that I gotta get, I these that they're all my jam, and like this year it was just like, no. No, I'm really good here. I'll just keep playing what I got. And that's that's the strangest mm-hmm. thing to me. Like like the holiday rush this year was just no. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. Now, a lot of stuff got delayed to like March. So maybe that's it and maybe it's just an off year, but yeah, just like motivation I just I I don't know. I it doesn't seem like the games are as exciting. Like part of it is adulting. Mm-hmm. But part of it is also like I'm not really like, like all the games that I like have kind of faded away and the companies have gone out of business and shit like that. Like, you know, Saints Row is not a thing anymore. And, you know, it's just there's no like, oh, my God, they're finally making another one of these. I got to get it. You know, it's just like there's a Forza every couple of years that I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or there's yeah, there's there's that there's sequelitis mm-hmm. where just fucking everything. Well, this will this will. Yeah, this I was just, yeah. into yeah. good, bad trends. But yeah, there's not a whole lot like there aren't any new IPs that I'm super stoked about that I know of. Well, there are, there are a couple that I will mention later. Um, 
Well, I guess there's maybe well, one honestly, or two. it probably like the best analogy I can think of is kind of this is how people who don't like Marvel movies must feel that there's nothing for them yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. But with movies, there are a hundred billion movies sure. that come out every year, and I know there are a lot of games, but the movie industry, like movie industry, is on fire right now. Yeah, there but but it's similar so in that so many people think like, oh, everything's like the fucking Marvel movies now, and they don't care and that's kind of how games feel where it's like a lot of the stuff that we cared about is just dead and gone mm-hmm. like, I, like i'd kill for another dead space game that not coming back rock band i wish that there was a way to make that happen again but like that that lightning is no longer in the bottle it's that's dead mm-hmm. you know all the stuff that seemed like it should be fun is not and we've gotten to this point where it's just like nope there's we're gonna give you the same old shit well, they're pumping out sequels for things we don't care about and not putting out sequels for things that we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's know? like, I, I, I'm going to have to get into Assassin's Creed because that is the only reliable thing coming out every year that mm. is like a maybe something interesting that, that is of my genre. I don't know if it's reliable. <laughs> <laughs> it sure comes out every year, though. What is this character? Yeah, this is just who's this guy. Is this just Twitter come to life? Yes, yeah, yeah. This is my snare, like marmy game opinion guy. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we'll get to that in trends. Yeah, okay, it's which is next up. Let's yeah. let Harlow go. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple of quick, quick ones. Um, as you may or may not know, I've played a little bit of FTL in my life. What? Um, and the makers of FTL put out another game called Into the Breach, which is showing up on a lot of people's you know top lists and everything. Mm-hmm. Into the Breach did not grab me at all, and that's extremely disappointing. Oh, I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I I get it. I mean, turn-based things inevitably are generally not my thing. Every once in a while, like something like Transistor comes along where I'm like, oh, yeah, this clicks, and I like this. Um, don't like, you know, don't care for XCOMs and things like that. So for them to make a turn-based thing, I was like, well, all right, I guess that's a thing. And I understand that it's... It is super clear in, in what's going to happen. You know, every action says this is what's going to happen next if you do this and this is where the enemy's going to attack and all these kind of things that, you know, for a turn-based thing are simplified and not so much random like, why the hell did you do that? You know, I wasn't wasn't prepared for that. Um, but yeah, it just it just hasn't grabbed me at all. And it's, it makes me sad. Um, I mean, I get it. You know, they changed genres, you know, so it's it's not like they made FTL 2 or something like that. It's, it's understandable. It's but just it's still a little sad that's a shame yeah hmm. boo um and yeah something you were just talking about as far as like generally reliable things i don't know what happened i was playing forts of four i was thought i was having fun with forts of four and as i wrote down here i suddenly saw the matrix on on forts of four and it was like you're just doing the same shit every race bunch of losers well i will i will pass them practically lap them by the time the race is over and one asshole is just rubber banded just out of reach the whole time. And you may or may not beat them. And that happened every race. And as soon as I realized that, I was like, I'm done. Dis- disconnect. <laughs> have not gone back. Don't care to. Aww. And I, I I, think I'm done with Forza. I and we liked Forza Horizon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Loved Forza Horizon. Um, I mean, I even like three, it didn't even really sink into me. But four, just something about it. I like the locale. I like what it's doing. You know, I feel like it, it fixed a lot of things, but. Yeah, it's like I played a ton of one and three, kind of skipped a little bit over two. Um, I mean, I played played some, but you know, like 
maybe maybe four to five will be okay. I've got Game Pass, so I can try it. I'm not going to do what I did this time, where I'm like, oh, I got Game Pass. I'm going to get four. Let me go just go ahead and buy all the DLC, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm obviously going to love this. But yeah, I just I, it's like I saw that. I figured it out in Forza 4, and I was like, mm, that's that's unfortunate. Maybe the... At least there's Burnout Remastered. Yeah. Well, maybe the Horizons for you were like the opposite Star Treks. Like, they, the odds are they, good. They could be. Yeah. yeah we'll see. I mean, because I'm not planning on letting Game Pass go anytime. That's becoming a better value all it's the time. So, yeah. pretty good. So, I mean, I'm, I will try the next one two years mm-hmm. from now or whatever, a year and a half from now. I, I will say, leading up to the like the last week of crunch here to, to really solidify Fodies, I probably downloaded 10 2018 games just to sample them and just yeah. be like, what is this? And Watch that cap, bro. Oh, I, I blew past my cap <laughs> the first week of January. This, this, <laughs> this month, it was just like, that's a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> when it. I, when I had hit mine by December 10th, that's yeah. when I called Comcast. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's figure this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> let's make a deal. How yeah. many more freebie months do you have? Uh, this is it. One? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. going oh, out yeah. style. Yeah, do it. You're going to be like me next month. <laughs> Download a petabyte. Mm. Nice. Wait, what? Oh. No, 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 no. I, I think something about uh, that Forza 4 Matrix seeing kind of dovetails into something that I didn't write down in our next category. Okay. Um, for me. Uh, and that category is good, bad trends that we've noticed. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to kick it off with a bad trend that I've noticed. Okay. And that is, uh, let, us, let us win. Let us win in games. <laughs> for God's sakes, let us fucking win. Like... I'm not saying games have to be fucking easy, but let us win. Like on a normal difficulty, just allow me to be the badass that I that I want to be. Give me that. Give me that power fantasy because I don't play games to fucking struggle like I do in real life. Real life sucks. Everybody knows it. It's the worst thing that you can literally do is be alive on this planet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. you're part of, unless you're part of the one percent that doesn't have to give a shit about anything else, the worst thing in the universe is being alive on this stupid rock. And games yeah. are supposed to be fucking fun. Yeah. So uh, hey, let I, us win. Give us a Dark Souls or two a year, but let us fucking yeah. win. Let me be a badass gunslinger in Red Dead. And I don't want to die every twenty-five minutes. And make minutes. easy mode fucking easy. Yeah. Like I mean. We God were just, of War. God of War. Perfect example. What the I, fuck? I just want to see this game. God of War used to be like, all right, yeah, you don't know anything yet, but an upgrade or two, and you're you're fucking the god of goddamn war, and you're <laughs> ripping shit apart. <laughs> yep. And and this one, it's like, yeah, you know, you're like uh, you're like a demigod of war. I don't know, maybe like a priest. Yeah. You're like a priest. Now, did of you war. kill Zeus or something? Like, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. In the first one, you kill Ares, right? Yeah. Who do you kill in the second one? Zeus. Uh, Jesus, Poseidon, Poseidon I think was yeah. the second one. Poseidon. Minor. Third one, <laughs> yeah. who do you kill in the third one? Minor. He's got like two two thirds of the world. You kill all the two thirds of the surface. Yeah. At some point, you kill all, yeah, all of the, the gods are dead. Yeah. That's in the third one, right? Yeah. You kill all the gods. I don't yeah. fucking know. But in the I new one, like this one, skeleton, skeleton number three really has your number. He's yeah. just yeah. like, right. I'm gonna fuck well, up yeah, this god of When I went back to the game, I was leaving an island area, and it locked me into a combat situation with these two like tiger looking guy things, and I was like fucking hell like after the eighth time dying to these two assholes i was like fine baby mode put on baby mode died five more times before i could finally fucking kill these things and i'm like it's on baby mode what the fuck are you doing yeah what like i i do not get that i i and you know i've talked about before but like everyone has taken all the wrong lessons from dark souls Mm -hmm. and said correct 
like oh people want hard games because they because dark souls is so popular and it's not no they want dark a souls hard game dark souls <laughs> seems popular because the people who talk about it love to fucking talk about it yeah it's not that popular and everybody shouldn't be trying to emulate it like celeste was the games with gold game it's like someone played super meat boy and v v v v v v v and said man those were too fucking easy i need a harder game I played about three minutes of that and said, no, thank you. I'm in like chapter three. Yeah, I, I'm pretty good at those games. And I'm like, man, this game can eat a fuck because <laughs> what the shit are you doing? And, there, and, there, and there's like assist mode and you go and it's like, well, we feel we've made the difficulty in Celeste fair enough. But if you really need some help, you can turn on assist mode. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah, you, that, fair. That's the, yeah. Fuck off. That's the other thing is that the, the shaming that comes with selecting an easier mode, how the game, like, you know, I mean, like, Wolfenstein will do it jokingly and shit like that and Doom and stuff like that, but other games will be really be like, if you just want to, you know, let the game play itself, it's like, listen, you know, it, <laughs> fuck it, off. And the sad thing is, like, Call of Duty fucking figured it out. Yeah. Because Call of Duty, you put it on easy, mm -hmm. you're a murder machine, you can see the story, you can get through, you'll die maybe once or twice, maybe, yeah. and you get to the end. And if you put it on veteran, you're going to get your ass kicked <laughs> and you're going to have to figure it out like a goddamn puzzle game mm -hmm. to get through. And in between is like, all right, I might die, but I'll be, you know, like their levels seem to correspond with absolutely they do the difficulty of the game and everything else is just like, no, nah, it's fucking hard or it's really fucking hard. And yeah. that's it. Like, like, you know, I didn't even play it this year that much, except in the beginning of the year. But Cuphead, I still haven't beaten Cuphead. Mm -hmm. I Cuphead. still want to see the end of Cuphead. Yeah. But fuck if I'm going to get there. Watch it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And that's I mean, I know. And that's what I, it's become. Yeah. I've, I've had this. I've said this every time it comes up. And Cuphead is an example. But games like Ori in the Blind Forest and Unravel. It's like when you create something so gorgeous and it's like a cute platformer kind of thing. And then you make it balls hard. Like, why? Like, you're you're yeah. you're creating this appeal for like the the youngest, purest, like just I want to see the joy that you have created. But no, you have to go through this hell to, to get to the next stage. And it's like, what? What are you? Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like, just let me like, be in your world. Like I think that's why Yoku's Island Express is going to come up later in the show as one of the best games, because guess what? You can fucking play it and beat it. And you, you sure can. Yeah. And you're not going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's not you, even you a difficulty selection die. in that game. It's, no. it's just, yeah, you, it's just there's some puzzle elements to this, but you'll do okay. But have fun. Yeah. I, mean, oh, I just don't understand it. Yeah. yeah. Fun. It's the best thing to have. No. Y'all motherfuckers need journey. Is, yeah. is what I would say <laughs> to video game developers. Y'all need to play journey and see how like it doesn't have to be difficult to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. Or to be great, yeah. Yep. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that that uh, random, uh, sort of not terribly random, but that interjection. No, only I want to so dovetail one last thing off of what you said, and you, about games supposed to be fun. There, there are other, there are other aspects besides difficulty that have prevented me from playing certain games. When it came out, and everyone was talking about it, Hellblade, uh, Sonora's sacrifice, Sinua's sacrifice, Sinua's sacrifice, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when I read about what it was really had going on, and I was like, oh, fuck no. I'm, I'm not playing something that is going to fuck with my head. I am in a fragile emo enough emotional state that I don't need games mm. being somebody's fucking therapy well, to make I, this game. I think, to be fair, that game came about before we all needed therapy. 
Right. Uh, well, I mean, sure. That's a 2018 game, though. It is. Yeah. No, I, but I mean, it's in development. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think it was on PC way before that because I remember mm. people talking about it. Okay. When I looked it up, it was a 2018. Okay. Game. I just. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't need. I don't need you to make a video game for your therapy, and then expect me to play it, and then like you know, then I'm suddenly hypercontract you know pulling in some of your like oh shit maybe i have this oh maybe you know like <laughs> i'm dealing with enough of that shit on being alive right now and i don't need a game to interject any more of that into my mm-hmm. life i will say from what i've seen and read about that particular game i can understand like games as a whole shouldn't be just about you know that but but like that's one game oh and, sure and that game but- is supposedly a really good and b it was like very heavily consulted in 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 making that game, and I think that one's just not for you. Well, I mean, I, it's still on my list to play. I mean, coming up later, but I mean, I'm just saying. I feel like a lot of games have gone where it's psychological, like anxiety inducing, anxiety inducing. Not, not only that, like I mean, weird stuff. Like I mean, I mean, I know it's not a 2018 game, but I mean, like Binding of Isaac it's fucking weird and dark and it's dealing it's like it's obviously somebody dealing with some shit you know and i mean i know on the surface it's just it's just a bullet hell game kind of thing but it's like well it's a game about your mother abandoning you or well trying to kill you and abandoning you and you running away from your mother into a basement and then you have to eventually kill your mother like that's fucked up it's a fucked up concept I don't know if it says anything super psychological but like it it is definitely fucked up. that's what i mean i feel like it's we have hard games that are pretty that should be easy and then we have these like 16-bit looking games that are fucking somebody is like working out some shit and by developing a video game Mm -hmm. and it's like i i don't it's a weird trend that we're in you know like i yeah well i think like everyone reads all this stuff on you know polygon and kotaku and whatever that like oh well this, this is what this game really like this game is helping this person deal with this and all you know like it's like everyone has realized, oh, you got to have a metaphor in your game. Mm-hmm. But the problem is they can't write up past a high school level. So you get a lot of games that are just like so fucking obvious about what they're doing that it cheapens the ones who actually know what they're doing. Yeah. Because yeah, they get lumped in by association. It's that I'm going to get your sucker thing where someone's walking and go, message. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Celeste hits that early. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, mine is a lot more of. <laughs> A lot more innocuous, hmm. but uh, I, games moving towards like generic and procedurally generated loot where, you know, you think about old like RPGs and stuff where it was like, all right, if I kill this boss, it's going to give me this. Or, you know, if uh, I go yes. here, I'm going to find this. And now you're going to find a chest that's going to pop open. And what might be in there? Oh, a plus three axe. That's good. I had a plus two axe. So I guess I'll take that. Oh, what happened when I did this in Far Cry or in Far Cry Five? Oh, I got money, mm-hmm. so now I can just go to the list and buy this thing for this much money. Where, you know, it, like people complained in Far Cry Four. Well, I had to hunt a legendary pig to get the the quiver, so I could hold more arrows. To me, that's interesting. To me, that's okay. I have a goal to go do this. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, all right. I got to shoot 20 bears because that'll give me $3,000 and then I can buy the the bear gun, you know, like, or I could just farm some stupid thing for an hour and have enough money to buy the bear gun. You know, it's like we've gone too far to the realm of just, I want this and I don't want to, I don't want to work for it almost, you know, I, 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 
that's not the right way to phrase it. It's either but it's yeah, it's like it just it cheap like it just feels generic that and also like I guess it's part of that whole loot box thing where it's like we're putting loot boxes in the game but they're not loot boxes cuz you can't really pay for them but you know it random ch- random rolls for drops yeah. is is really annoying. Like used to be back in our day, you used yeah. to get fire up your Zeldas and you'd go to the <laughs> to, to the dungeon and you get your boomerang, right? Mm-hmm. You always get the boomerang right there. But now if I fire up a Zelda, I go into a temple. Who knows what boomerang? I might get yeah. a hook shot. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But Basically like, that. <laughs> not that that's a complaint about current Zelda, but like this has been sort of simmering since Diablo-ish, maybe since Diablo 2, where stuff started to get like random drop. And then... Borderlands, one of the two was, of the games that we absolutely fucking loved, Borderlands yeah. and Borderlands Two, went hog wild on it. Sure, and we just but that's a loot pinata. That that and both of those are constant, of times, constant yeah. loot pinatas. And then you know you stop every half hour, hour, and go like, oh, I picked up the thing. It's actually better than what I was using. Yeah, you know. And then you spend like five minutes going through like, no, 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 yes, yeah, no. But it means like nothing has personality. Right. It just becomes like, all right, well, this number is higher than the other number, so mm-hmm. I'll I'll use this. Yeah. I thought about this a little bit when I was playing through God of War and, uh, you know, it it came up when I was playing through um, Dragon Age and stuff like that is that, like you were saying, like games used to be like you would you would get to this dungeon and be like, oh, the the golden axe is going to be in here or, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm finally going to have a golden axe. I'm I'm finally going to have this weapon, the the final the weapon I can use to beat the last boss. Or you'll find this spell that's in here or something. You know, you would be rewarded with a thing that you knew was there if you got to the end of it. Like if you read a guide or something. But, you know, you knew like like people do. Oh, man, you got to go here to get that. Yeah. And now, like God of War is like this where you've got just you've got your weapon. But it's got you can you can wrap it with slots, something yeah. and you can put a rune here and you can have this wrapped around this part and this can be enchanted. And then you've got nine million of these options like you just collect. I've got 87 runes and each one will like it'll add plus two to this one thing, but it takes minus seven off this other thing. And you spend and Monster Hunter was like this, too, where it's just like you spend all this time in the menu just comparing numbers. And it's just like, I just, yeah, that, like that is spread, one thing. Spreadsheet simulator. Yeah, yeah. When I was playing Monster Hunter, that's one thing Jen said. She's like, are you always in menus? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you yeah. kind of fucking are. Yeah. I hate to say it, but it's the same thing with Diablo 3 is like that to me, even just watching it. And I know mm-hmm. like Can't Harlow has seen the Matrix on how to go in and check things real fast. Like I've seen you do it. You're a fucking mm-hmm. wizard at it. I don't know how you're. Well, because at, at this point, so of at this point if it's not a legendary item, then it's just trash. Yeah, yeah. but you you can see, <laughs> you just see the matrix on that. Not to bring matrix up again, but mm-hmm. um, but it's like that. Games are fucking like that now. Like Horizon Zero Dawn was like that. As much as I fucking love that game, and like I would, I want to consume that game with all of my being. Um, maybe not that much, but um, <laughs> but Enough. you're com- you're comparing like each. Each clothing item has yeah. nine slots, and you've got forty-five upgrades. And who the fuck has time for that? Yeah. And why do people? Why is that a thing that we should be spending our time with? Tis not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. More game, less menu. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fuck you. Yep. Or at Games. least design a good menu. Right. Even then. So uh, next one up. EA and Activision barely exist anymore. Like what happened? They like now 
caveat, we all hate EA. Fuck EA. They suck. Whatever. Uh, I don't hate EA. I'm just yeah. I'm just giving the internet opinion well, out sure. there. Well, so nobody... yeah. People still do. Like, it's amazing. People are like, man, fuck EA. And I'm like, why? They, they like, make they, Madden, and you don't play Madden. They make Madden, <laughs> FIFA, and, and apparently Battlefront they made, and nobody yeah. cared. So, you know, they cancel all the Star Wars games. <laughs> they make, uh, don't they make Battlefield as mm-hmm. well? Yeah, yeah, yeah Battlefield, that's yeah. right. Battlefield still. Which came and went this year, and no one gave a shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, no cultural footprint. Nobody cared. He'd say I, same for Call of Duty 4. Could have told you that. We were yeah, done, Call of Duty, done with Black, yeah, Ops, Black, Ops, Black 4. Ops 4. Yeah, it, like, I, I don't know anyone that's playing it regularly. Like, people that play online are playing Fortnite yeah. still. And it's like, yeah, I, I mean, and might, might as well bring that one up too. But, yeah. <laughs> like, did Fortnite kill all these? I mean, what? Yes. What happened? Yeah, I think so. But, like, EA and Activision, it used to be, like, like you went to a GameStop, and it was fucking littered with EA or Activision games. Yeah. Everyone's bitching, like, man, all, the only games out are from EA and Activision. And now it's, like, nothing from them. Activision, you know, they got rid of, of Destiny now, so now it's, like... They have Blizzard and yeah, Call of Duty. <laughs> they have Blizzard and Call of Duty, and they don't have anything else. I think what they have been trying to do is... Even things that make them a little bit of money, they're just paring those down to, if it makes a little money, doesn't fucking matter. If it makes a lot of money, then we're going to, that's all we care about. It's something that makes a lot of money. So we're going to get rid of all the shit that makes a little money because we don't even want to spend those resources on it. Like if it's going to make a dollar, fuck it. If it's going to make a hundred dollars, like that's that's the the line. It's either a hundred dollars or zero dollars. We don't even care if it makes one dollar because yep. that won't affect our bottom line. Because that's just piling a grain of sand on top of the you know on yeah. on top well, of the beach. It's not a way to run a business. You can't run a business on whales because if you lose a whale, you're fucked. Yeah, you're absolutely fucked. And that's why you need the small things to keep. Well, to you know what's going to happen you. in six months is Epic Games is going to disappear. You know, something like that, because yeah. Fortnite is going to run out. Fork knife. Um, PUBG is running out. Like, n- nobody gives a fuck about PUBG hardly anymore. And somebody will probably comment and tell me I'm wrong, but it seems like nobody gives a fuck it, about it's, PUBG. It's been pared down to its hardcore group. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everyone that's playing Fortnite is basically kids yeah. because yeah. they don't have money to buy games. So they get kids to play and Fortnite. streamers. Yeah. And then, you know, six months from now, that's going to be gone. And. Honestly, Epic throwing in their um, their games store, the Epic Games Launcher, the smartest thing they could do to try to keep, you know, try to keep some sort of revenue stream going. But they'll be fine because of Unreal, because of licensing Unreal to yeah. everybody on Earth. Yeah, they'll be fine. But trying to keep that like Epic Games studio out in front. Yeah, that it's it's a good idea that they're doing what they're doing to keep that, you know, portion of the business making money because fork knife is going to go away. Just like just what a weird year, though. Like, like I like that. It feels like Fortnite came out of nowhere. It did. All of a sudden it it was just like it was like suddenly everybody played Fortnite. Well, because they hastily copied PUBG. No. And then that's what took off. Fortnite, no one gave a shit about Fortnite. The no. building simulator, no one cared. Oh, yeah, the actual game. Yeah. yeah. They built this this Fortnite add-on. And they made it free. Yes. Yeah. Because they could afford to. Yeah, exactly. Because 
they're making money off PUBG paying them for the fucking Unreal exactly. license. Exactly. Yes, it's, it's the dumbest thing it's in the world. Amazing that that happened. <laughs> People will look it's, back and go, "Wait, isn't it, what? Isn't you got sad? your? Dennis, they ate your lunch, friend. You guess used what? Their software. They proved Dennis Dyack right. Hmm. All those years ago, he fucking sued them for basically fucking with him because oh, they right. were going to make a game on their own. Yeah. using his assets or whatever. Yeah, and they and he says they intentionally tanked his support. It kind of makes you wonder now. Well, you remember Bluehole sued Epic. Bluehole, the creator, or the yeah. publishers, the or whatever. Yeah. Um, the Korean company that owns PUBG. Right. Mm-hmm. However that works. Um, they sued uh, Ep- Epic like a year and change ago. And everybody's like, ah, well, that's so stupid. Why are you suing Epic Games? You're an idiot. And this is why. Because mm-hmm. yeah. bye. Yeah, because basically they put out a free one and put them out of business. Yep. I wouldn't say put them out of business, but like they ate their lunch. Yeah. I mean, PUBG has done really well and it has sparked, you know, basically a new genre of game or a new game mode, I guess. But mm-hmm. Epic is eating their fucking lunch or has been eating their fucking lunch with V-Bucks and people buying stupid dances for Fortnite. Yep. Anyhow. Anyhow, we've got we've managed I, to get onto the battle royale yeah. hate portion of the podcast. Yeah, um, it's a because, good trend, right? Because I got this new one. Yeah, it, because I got a switch. I notice, man, everything's on switch. Like every game has a switch version. It seems that's pretty cool. If you look like I did at the list of games for 2018, so many of them are old games on switch. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, looking through the list, I'm like, wait, that didn't come out. Oh, it's a Switch release. Yeah, <laughs> there's NS. There's seventy five thousand yeah. little NSs. It's on. just, yeah. it's amazing thing about how bad the Wii U fell on its damn face. Yeah, and the Switch is suddenly like, it, and and the thing is, it's like, it's not like the Wii, where the Wii had a billion games and ninety nine percent of them were absolute fucking garbage. Barbie horse adventures. Yeah, Switch hey, is like, hey, watch hey, your mouth. Yeah, but Switch is like, hey, all these good games you like, all the games you like on Steam, guess what? They're here, and they're portable now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of awesome. So can I flip that for one second? You can. Okay. There is a new trend of PC slash Switch exclusives. That needs to s- stop. Wait, are they exclusive to PC and Switch? Yes. Ooh, and that's, that's weird. it. And that shit needs to stop. Is that like Undertale or... No, these are like... like arcade compilations and you know like oh see that's terrible yeah why do that i don't know i thought you were talking about something like they put civ 6 on the switch which like yeah that makes sense you have a touch screen sure you know Mm -hmm. like i can see why it would not be necessarily good to try to put it on a console Mm -hmm. yeah but there are some things where it's just like um there's this there's this um it's like heavy shit i forgot the name of it they they basically took a bunch of data east games mm-hmm. and mashed them all up into some weird dungeon crawling nightmare they took just all the assets of like heavy barrel and burger time and bad dudes and just used all the art in the assets and it's like mm-hmm. some fan made thing but it's an actual studio made it but it's exclusive to pc and switch like what the fuck i want to play that but i not on either of those <laughs> yeah so okay I, I'm I glad this Switch is getting a bunch of stuff, but hey. <laughs> don't don't you have a Switch? No, I got rid of my Switch a long time ago. Oh, what? Why? It, it was didn't short, play it. shortly after the Switch came out, uh, I looked at the calendar for the rest of that year and was like, there's nothing coming out I want to play. Let me at least make a profit here on this Switch while they're still hot. And I'll buy one when the games come out I want to play, and I just haven't. Well, the games are out now. Yeah, so. I know, but yeah. I just haven't thought about it. Yeah. 
You should. Now yeah. it's now it's the matter of principle. I'm not going to buy that game for that Switch exclusive. Right. Just okay. do it, Chuck. I know. You, you spend so much money on garbage, you can spend money on a Switch. Not anymore, I don't. Oh, you still spend plenty of money There's on garbage. no garbage I see, anymore. I know what he you buy, Chuck. He sells the garbage now. You are selling garbage. You're still <laughs> yeah. buying a shitload of garbage. <laughs> I sell the garbage. <laughs> he's, he's flipped the script. I've seen uh, you pawn at them comic books. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, next one is one of mine again. Uh, bad one. Games having just too damn much of everything. And I'm looking at you, Super Smash Brothers. I second that emotion. Because there are like a billion spirits that you can have and a billion like modifiers for those spirits. And just like however many fighters are actually in the game once you unlock it, it's something like 80, I believe. Like, and that, and I haven't played it yet, but but everything I've heard about Assassin's Creed Origins, where it's just like, all right, it's a billion square miles of game, and there's something in every fucking inch of it. Like, too damn much. Like, we don't need to devote our entire fucking lives to being in a game. Like, like even being super good at something like Smash Brothers. If you wanted to unlock literally everything in that game, it would be thousands of hours. And it's like, we don't need that. Like, games don't need to go that far. And that's why I like Spider-Man, because Spider-Man feels like a 360 slash PS3 game in the best possible way, being an open world that's like, all right, here's some stuff to do. Not a ton of it. Like, like there's enough to feel like I could play this for, you know, a month and get everything and not like, oh, my God, every day I got to play for five hours. Like, I could play for an hour every every day for a month and probably 100% Spider-Man, whereas everything else feels like. There's all this stuff. Look at all the stuff we stuffed into this game. So much stuff. And <laughs> like, there's a point where you're just like, no wonder you're just procedurally generating your what you, weapons and everything you get because because nobody has it time takes to too make fucking them by long hand, yeah. to make three hundred thousand different things to put everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I wish we could scale back. I wish they weren't listening to like the fucking babies on the internet who are like. Well, if it's not a thousand hours worth of game, it's not worth my sixty dollars. You know, fuck off. Well, I think that would nicely join. Um, I was about to say dovetail again, but um, I have to start a dovetail jar on the desk mm-hmm. for this podcast. But um, we were talking about how making games just fucking making games simpler. I feel like it was like six months ago, six or eight months ago. We were talking about make games a little bit less. Then you won't be. Like, you won't be chomping at the bit to sell loot boxes or chomping at the bit to raise game prices more or chomping at the bit for some sort of fucking microtransaction in your game. Make games less. Studios are doing so much in games now that every game costs $200 million to make, like a feature fucking blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did less, if you made a $30 million game, you would still be able to make your profit of you know at sixty dollars without trying to shoehorn in some sort of additional cost somewhere like like I was at the fucking gas station and they have ads on the on the gas pumps now mm-hmm. because they have to shoehorn some way to make thirty more cents off of every single customer that drives up or, or one more cent because things are just outrageous now like your gas station any new gas station has to look like a fucking palace. Um, Video games and gas stations can be smaller, more normal things, mm-hmm. and you don't have to 
you know, try to scratch every penny yeah. out of our pockets well, at it's, every turn. Well, it's the, it's the corporate model. I mean, it's it's you can't ever maintain. You must grow. And we've, right. we've hit a point of we've had 100 plus years of corporations running everything. So look where we've gotten. Everything is just insane. Like next year, you know, this game has five billion assets and you better like, you know, look at it and they all are important. And- yeah. Well, it's like yeah, just make good games. It, well, it's like Fuck. I said when uh, Mass Effect Andromeda came out and this is not a comment on the problems with that game, but just let's pretend for a second that game didn't have problems and was a good ass Mass Effect game. The first three Mass Effect games were 30-hour games. Mass Effect Andromeda is a 90-hour game. That's fucking dumb. At least split it in half and release two 45-hour games. You would make more money that way. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand what you're doing. Like, wh- why would you just triple the amount of game for the same amount of money? And it's a risk because it's a new story and new characters and everything like that. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway. I, I just, I, we need to, it needs to hit a point where they can scale back. Yeah. And it, and it's in the, and it's not just, okay, here's this five hour indie game or, you know, here's your 90 hour, whatever. It just, it, yeah, there has to be a middle ground yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, we at least had this year or maybe late last year, Hellblade. And I, I know that we've already kind of talked about it before, but that was a $40 game mm-hmm. that, Looked really good, played great um, from all accounts. I haven't played it yet, but had a good story, was interesting, didn't try to strip every penny out of your pocket. We can do it. You can make $40, and, and they made a shitload of money on, on that game. Yeah. Like, you can, you can make games like that. You mm-hmm. can make games that aren't little bitty indies made by three people in a closet. Um, Apologies to all, all all you people out there that are stuck with two other people in a closet listening to this podcast making a video game. But yeah, make your game. Stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep making your game. Just credit us and and for make, the inspiration. Yeah, yeah, and hope you have a good work life balance. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Go home at five. Mm-hmm. Never return. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's proof that you can make that, and game companies need to need to endeavor to do that you would make more money if you made a 20 million if you made like we said ea and activision don't make anything anymore so make 30 games a year that cost you 20 million dollars each and you'll you'll make your money you're gonna fucking fail every once in a while but at least you know at least scale back and and do interesting things well ea is the weirder one on that because like what three four years ago they were like indies all indies come to us mm-hmm. we have money for you indie developers yep yeah. it was like their ea partners program <laughs> or something they, like that and then they closed every single one of those studios right. yeah yeah everyone That's they invited why... in they just <laughs> yeah. yeah well it's the home run mentality it's like if you can't hit home runs get the fuck out mm-hmm. i part of me wonders if like uh, it's all analogies today i guess but like budweiser has bought up or for a while was buying or Anheuser and Bev was buying up every craft brewery they could get get their hands on mm-hmm. bringing them into the fold shutting the actual breweries down and having them brewed at their facilities and a lot of those beers have kind of just softly disappeared over the years That's EA has bought works. a bunch of studios <laughs> yep 
brought them into the fold and those games you know either either those studios have softly disappeared or we've you know absolutely heard about them because we're all on twitter um and that's where devs love to you know go tell you that they got fired Mm -hmm. um so it seems like the same thing i think it's on purpose i feel like it has to have been on purpose like these small studios are making cool shit or making shit that's taken away from our you know we've got 49 percent market share they're taking 1%, let's buy them and shut them down and then they don't get, you know, they're not taking our 1% away anymore. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody else picks up that 1% somewhere, at least these guys aren't taking it from us. I don't know. That's, yeah. I don't know if that's a wild conspiracy theory thing or if it's actually true, but it feels like it's true and I hate it, if it is. I feel like it's more just they get them for because they do this thing and then they're like, all right, now you got to do your thing, but with our guidelines. And some places just don't work that way. Like, like, you know, if you've hired somebody to do this awesome thing, like, man, I got a band. We hired an awesome drummer. Let's make him play bass. You know, it's like, well, why don't you just let him be a fucking drummer? Why do you need him to play bass? Like, just cause he's good. At the one thing doesn't mean he's good at the other, even though they're both music, you know, yeah. like, like, I feel like that's what happens is they get him there and then they're like, all right, welcome to corporate. Here's how it works here. And they're like, well, fuck that. Yeah, this isn't fun. <laughs> Hey, mm-hmm. cool indie team, make a Star Wars MMO. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Or something I, like that. I don't know. But it, it's just, it's so, it's so weird that those two, that, yeah, that, that we've just, we've reached this point. Yep. Man, we're just ranting and raving this episode. We're getting you know, it all I, out. I've told people to fuck off like six times already. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. We're about to turn the corner. So. Don't worry. So not, let's not yet. Let's, let's dovetail <laughs> off that. <laughs> springboard. Can we springboard yeah. off of it instead of dovetail? Well, sure. Thank fuck you. off. <laughs> yes. Let's fuck so, off of that. Put yeah. a dollar in the fuck off jar. <laughs> that thing's full, so, man. This is this is Chuck's. Yeah, this one's mine. Chuck off. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna say this, and I realize this echoes comments that people make on the internet currently. I just want to make clear that I am not echoing those comments, and I'll explain why. Um, but I feel like this year in particular has been the year where gaming has kind of turned a corner and left me behind. And what I mean by that is like the games that I enjoy playing don't seem to exist much anymore and are on the decline. Like they either aren't making them or the studios that made them went out of business or it's just the, the, the eight hour action story driven things that I, that I still have piles of 360 games that are all this kind of just eight hour, like this is a vague, like World War three, you know, what if scenario or, you know, mm-hmm. just all the, the, you know, syndicate and it, just those kinds of games that would come out just the eight to 10 hour things. Army of two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dumb shit. You know, dumb shit where it was like in this one, you have a gun that changes the terrain. And in this one, you have a gun that shoots drugs, you know, and it's just, it's just, that's all it I was. The like <laughs> haze, I think is what that, you know, it's just gun drug. <laughs> all these just dumb things. And it was just like, yeah, those were my jam. I like them. And the industry is moving away from that. And I understand why it just sucks for me personally. And I understand that the demographics in gaming have changed and the, the budgets in gaming have changed. I get that. I'm not begrudging and the, the industry for trending the directions that it does, because that's how it has to stay alive. I think, but it just personally sucks for me that, the things that I like aren't or at least in 2018 were on the decline. 
just like mm-hmm. looking through the game, like when I was looking through all the games that came out, I was like, I don't think I really missed anything. It's not like there was a thing where I was just like, oh man, that. I didn't have enough time for that. It was like, no, I think I played the games that are trending towards my personal taste. It's just that's mostly yeah, gone now. I feel like my list of like games I want to 2018 games I want to play in 2019 mm-hmm. coming up is like, eh. yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it was a hard it was a hard sell for me looking through that list. Yeah. Whereas usually every year I can be like, oh, I want to play this, 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 yeah. this, this and this. Or we found throughout the year some like usually Chuck or Harlow will find some dumb like $19 game and be like, hey, 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 come in like waving four copies at us. Like, you got to play this oh, game. Yeah. It's fucking- yeah. Project $10. Yeah. yeah. Where we were like, let's find some stupid shit at GameStop for under 10 bucks and see what happens. Yes. And that was a lot of fun. And I found some cool games. Oh, yeah. Way. We found some great stuff. Yeah. And I'm still I still pick up 360 games where I'm like, what is this? I've never heard of this. I should get this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and I just think of like my 360 backlog compared to my current gen backlog. And it's like. The current gen has been what? This is like the fifth year of the current consoles, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. This is where we should be hitting our stride with yeah. like bargain basement amazing yeah. There's games. There's like 20 games I can point to maybe where it's just like, I should own that. You know, mm-hmm. it, like every I, I realize more stuff is digital now and the, the mid tier companies are all gone. So there's no like, f- you know, none of those B tier things it anymore. Where did where those fucking mid grade games are flourishing? It just. Yeah. Because I mean, it costs I'm, them nothing. They don't have to yeah. contract with a disc presser or, you know, buy yeah, all those you ugly fucking green cases. Yeah, you don't need a... All you need is to go to Sony and go, Yeah, hey, can can we... Yeah. Can, yeah. What's we have the a licensing game? fee? How yeah. much? And Sony yeah. in particular would be like, yeah, put that shit on our Sony platforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, it, it sucks to be me basically in 2018 for games. Yeah. It's just there. It, it wasn't there for me, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, we'll see what 2019 has. Yeah, you would think it would have been. Yeah. Because the trend is to remaster everything mm-hmm. still. Hey. But we've at least gotten to the good point. Like, the beginning of the console cycle was uh, every game's remastered. And it was like, yeah, the game that came out last year. Like, you just repackaged it and put it on this system. Mm-hmm. You know, now at least they're going back and they're going, all right. You know, remember Dark Souls? We cleaned it up. It runs 60 frames a second. This is the version you want. Yeah. Burnout Paradise is like, hey, it's been long enough. This shit's going to run butter smooth and it's the same game. Mm-hmm. You know, it like everything's remastered still. Yeah. And that's a, like, it's a good thing. It's a it's also a bad thing. Yes. Like, it's I was I wrote this one in, so I get to mm-hmm. say the most things. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but I will say these things like I was looking through the list of list of games on wikipedia and i know that's not comprehensive but it covers a vast majority of the bullshit that was released this year it's pretty comprehensive Mm -hmm. um there are so many games that were i was like what is that and it's a game from five five or six years ago that i've never fucking heard of there are so many remastered games and so many games that are like you know seven or eight years old that are coming to switch or that they've they've got a remaster or an upgrade edition or something it's a little bit fucking exhausting that there are so many coming out, but on the shiny side of that penny is we're getting a lot of things like the Dark Souls remaster and the um, Burnout Paradise and like Spyro, the Spyro trilogy mm-hmm. got a remaster and Crash. Uh, 
yeah, Crash Bandicoot got a remaster. Even even though I I don't give a shit about those games, it's great that they got you know nice new shiny re releases. Those uh, are Kingdom actually Hearts. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kingdom Hearts too. But but like the the Spyro and, and the um uh the Crash ones in particular, like those early PS one games just are rough, and they did a lot of work on yeah. these. I mean, the the level design is the same, but it's like no, but these, everything oh is cleaned God, up. Yeah. These look great, yeah. and plus you get three games for you know for for one. So. Yeah. Those are actually well, kind of impressive. And then there are others like Hitman, Blood Money, and Absolution. They're just squeezing all the blood they can out of Hitman. <laughs> I know. It, like, I am so torn about those because they are basically like everyone has said. They haven't done shit. Really? They just they and you know what? And those were already backwards compatible. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But they put them out and they're like, oh, remastered. And it's like, nah. Mm. Nah, you really didn't remaster them, and then you want sixty bucks for both of them. Mm. This is kind of like them putting the uh, Xbox One brand on uh, Red Dead the first. Kind like of, they actually yes. put that box yeah. out. Yeah, but yeah. at least they didn't call it Red Dead well, Remastered. I know, but they were like, Xbox One version of Red Dead does have a four K update to it. I am horribly torn because it's like I want that studio to make money and yeah. stay open. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I should probably. You've already spent big coin on. I know. I don't care, but I. I need to help them. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, I bought it on Xbox. I bought it on. I bought Hitman Two on Xbox. Hit, Hitman Two on Steam, and I will probably end up buying those. Keep spending money on Hitman Two. Don't spend it on the remastered editions. Mm. Well, I've spent all the money I can spend on Hitman. Well, 2. start gifting it to people. Not um, me. I won't play it. Oh, well, good. <laughs> At least you've cleared that up. But yeah, but but that's the other thing is like, I hate that you have to like you need a guide to see which ones are the good remasters and which ones are just like, no, they just literally ported it and slapped remastered on it. Even though they didn't do shit. Yeah. Well, that's why you have to get away from pre-ordering games. Oh yeah. Just wait, just wait. That's my, that's my mid podcast advice mm -hmm. to everyone is just don't pre-order anything. The pre-order bonuses have turned into absolute garbage. Just, mm -hmm. just wait on games anymore. Yeah. And I know that's the thing that we should have been doing for the last few years, but I, okay, I want to say the pre-order thing has changed for a lot of people, and I want to say that the benefits of pre-ordering now, especially if you're digital, is that like you come home from work, and it's like, okay, time to play the new game that came out today that I didn't pre-order. Now let me load it. And it's like, it's midnight, and I'm like, I haven't played the game I wanted to play yet. Fuck everything. I'm going to bed. Because <laughs> even if you have a disc, it still yeah. has to be. And no, I, you got You just got to wait a month to see if the game is any fucking good or well, not. Well, I know, but what I'm... I just dovetail ha, off that <laughs> no, is... you can't dovetail off of something. You gotta <laughs> dovetail into something. Okay, well... You gotta springboard off. I, I just wish... You gotta fuck off. ...that you could, you could basically pre-load anything you want. Like, even... You don't have to pre-order it. It could be locked on your computer, Oh, but... you, you mean that thing they promised that was gonna happen this, yeah. this console yeah, generation? You know. mm -hmm. Yeah, Oh, where you could play as like, it's installing? Well, like a demo, and then you just be like, oh, I like this. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and buy it, and yeah. just keep playing. Bye. <laughs> you could do that in the Xbox Arcade back in the 360 days. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they lied. They always lie. I feel like... They, God. This I, console I like generation they got everything has been right a weird in the 360 one. days, and then they went and fucked it. Not that's because right. they went back 359. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well played, sir. Well played. Yep. <laughs> I, it's it's weird looking back on like the promise of this generation and how this generation hasn't changed a fucking thing. Like as far as what our consoles are capable of, it's just like we're just nothing. Nothing has happened. It's just more fucking the, video games. The one thing I always point to, that except just, for VR. Uh, yeah, but VR the, is cool the one shit. thing that makes me laugh is that. 
PS4 promise of no logos, no nothing. You put a disc in, game just goes. And Killzone did that. Like you put Killzone in and you were just playing Killzone. No game ever did that again. Like mm-hmm. not a single game did that. It's still fucking Bing video and all the the, sh- the fucking logo parade that comes no. up before every game when you put the disc in. Literally every video game. And it, as soon as you put a video game in, you have to spend 45 minutes installing a thing if you have a disc. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Load times are dumb. Video games are dumb. Nobody play video games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like these have been almost all bad trends. <laughs> well, the... The Switch thing was about the only thing that was good on here, I think. The remaster... And then I made it bad. <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, the remaster thing is is good because we're getting a lot of, you know, we're getting a lot of fresh looks at games. Right. So no. that one is a good and bad. Um, I think we already covered the last one. We, we, in our yeah, rants, we kind we of did yeah. continued rampant sequelization of, of literally everything. We yeah. got... I think we hit that. Yeah. We're on Assassin's Creed like 98 mm-hmm. by now. Yeah. Yeah, but they got good again. One of, them's, one of them's all right. Origins yeah. got good, but then people are like, Odyssey sucks. <laughs> I know a lot of people who absolutely love Odyssey. Really? Yeah, same. More. Okay. Right. A lot of them are lesbians, but... What? <laughs> <laughs> Just because you can be a girl yeah, and romance girls. Can... Yeah. Well. Yeah. All and, the lesbians. And playing as... Uh, Cassandra. As, yeah, Cassandra in the game is pretty much, according to everybody, the better way to go. Oh, yeah. I've heard like game. people say no one plays as the, whoever the dude is. Yeah. Like, literally no one knows what yeah. the dude's story because is. Because they made yeah. no Cassandra so awesome. Yeah. That it's I, like, don't even, why you play I don't even know his name. I don't think exactly. he has one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Frank Odyssey. <laughs> my name is Frank Odyssey. And this is my origin. <laughs> that's, when I get famous, that's going to be my hotel check-in name. <laughs> you can't fucking do that now, Room though. 108 for uh, They make Frank you show Odyssey. your fucking ID at the hotel. <laughs> no, trust me. Either. My name is Frank. Don't look at well, what it says like, on the card. Totally unrelated, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, Adam McKay was talking about how when Will Ferrell would check into things, mm-hmm. he'd say his name is Gary Sanchez. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up naming their production company Gary Sanchez Productions. Yeah. Just because of that. Mm. Nice. But now was, he can't check in there as Gary Sanchez anymore. Who was Ron Mexico? Oh, that was, that was uh, Michael Vick. Yeah, was that Michael Vick. Vick. Yeah. yeah, that was his sex and ladies name. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boo, Michael Vick. Why, why do I so know that that fast? <laughs> well, because it, because Ron Mexico is a fucking good name. Yeah. It's a good name. It it's a good not, name. Not so, I think that's not so still good of a guy. Like one of the top selling jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still see him every once in a while on football games. Just someone right. with a Ron Mexico jersey. All right. Anyway, yeah. moving from Frank Odyssey to. <laughs> The best remaster. Yay! Yeah. It's going to be Speaking a quick category because I think we've we've talked about all these at this yeah. point. But yeah, so we've got I I put two of them on here because there were two I played by far the most of basically anything this year mm-hmm. is going to be Burnout Paradise remastered and Dark Souls remastered. Yep. Dark Souls they fixed it. It runs well. They did what they were supposed to do. That part they added that everybody very few tweaks. The part that everybody says ran really shitty. Yeah, runs Blight fine Town yeah. ran fine. It, you could actually you did, you didn't die because the frame rate dropped and you couldn't stop your guy from moving. You That's died great. because you died. Hmm. Great news, I but like yeah. It. And Bernard- Harlow, I believe, added. Mark- oh, I did, I did uh, 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 guys. Uh, Mark the Ninja remastered. It's oh. uh, pretty good. Oh, hey, Mark. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you know he's much chiller, better frame rate. He's much chiller. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark is chiller. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good game. Mark. Cool. And I did. I actually, I didn't just do this just to do a Mark the Ninja thing. I really think it's a good remaster. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. But I think we know. I mean, come on. What? Yeah. Burnout Paradise Remastered is obviously the best remaster. I mean, I mean yes. Yeah. The game thing of a generation. Is, like, Burnout Paradise didn't run poorly anyway. No. 
I'd been playing like the, you could play the backwards, the backwards compatible, compatible one. Yeah, it, this one's just like, all right, we're even fucking faster. It, even on 360, and, it and ran just, fine. Yeah. I love that they remastered, or not remastered, but like relicensed all the music. Mm-hmm. Like every, like it's not the a same, single fucking note is missing. I think the same, maybe game. like three tracks. Total. Yeah, there were a couple of tracks that I always and they weren't skip even over. They weren't even um, licensed music tracks, were they? They weren't like pop songs. I think they lost like the library of whatever the classic, a couple of the classic songs. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think, but there were like three tracks that were missing. But I mean, basically, the appeal of this is. If you just want to get all the achievements again, if you just want the satisf- the satisfaction yeah. of no yeah. making the achievements pop, I mean, Paradise is awesome. Yeah. Play it again on your console sure. because you launched your 360 into the well, sun. It, and like we said, it's the right amount of time. Yeah. yeah. It had been 10 years. Yeah. It's the right amount of time to be like, oh, yeah, that game's kind of awesome. It still is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I- th- good good remasters this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. Even though it's a bad trend. <laughs> eh. No, it's it's fine. Sure. It's fine. Okay. All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay. This is the good yeah, stuff we're now. We're fully in good stuff yeah. now. Good uh, stuff half. Best pre-2018 game we played in 2018. 2018. And mine it would be Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on Switch. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like you get a Switch, you get Zelda. Like that should be the sequence of events. It's the law. And and I got over, like, I bitched about it and made fun of it. I was like, yeah, well, I already played Far Cry 2 before, breaking weapons and stuff. And, yeah, once you get used to that, yeah, that game's really great. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you can also is, roll grenades down hills. Yeah. So. You can roll bombs down hills in this one. So there's that as well. But, uh, man, that game is just super, super solid. And it's one of those cases of, yeah, this game's huge, but I'm not in any big hurry to get through it which I kind of like. It's like, it's become my just chill game where it's like, it's been a long day, man. I just want to like climb a mountain or something. And I can do that. I really like, I just, I really enjoy Zelda. And it's kind of like, I, it's kind of like, you know, where I don't click with what people say against about monster hunter. Mm-hmm. And I felt that way about Zelda. And I finally, I think my brain clicked to where all the people who like were giving it game of the year last year. I get where they're coming from now. So yeah, okay. that game's great. This may not surprise you since I've only played like three games this year, but um, No Man's Sky. I still I still really like that game. I still like being sort of in that universe. Um, it is, like I mentioned earlier, a really good chill out and do something. Like that is, I may have mentioned before, but I have a hard time finding games that are like listen to a podcast or watch a TV show or literally anything else while while playing a game. Um, no Man's Sky is the type of game that I can really do that with. Um, it also has had so many improvements, including a ton of, I feel like, quality of life improvements over the last three or four updates that it's really pretty awesome these days. And you can you can play multiplayer if you want. It actually exists now where you can see actual other players for realsies. Um, yeah, they have added in innumerable things. They've, and they've, um, lately, I think the latest update, they popped in like community challenges and daily challenges and stuff that you can do to earn stuff for things, but space creds. Yeah. Space (laughs) spucks. Um, but it's really a whole complete and more than complete, um, experience now as opposed to 
you know, the thing that people complained about before, which was it was, you know, just a very small focused nothing game. Now, it's still a small focused nothing game, but there's more to do. Yeah, there's there's more. <laughs> it's slightly less nothing. I mean, that's such a shitty way to talk about it. But um, but yeah, I I think I put 40 something hours of it. And that's not a whole lot. I know that's only one work week of a game, but. That's a lot. To have to have <laughs> basically started over um, on PC, I put a lot of hours into that game. You know, I'd already put in probably 50 or 60, maybe 70 on uh, PS4. And then to put, you know, another 40 in there, especially for as little as I've played games recently. That, uh, I think that deserves a mention. I like it. Okay. Um, this, next, this next one's kind of weird because... It could almost go in the last category, but it didn't come out this year. So mm-hmm. it, it's you want to talk about a remaster from a real long time ago. Um, Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap. Um, I, I was a Sega kid growing up. Um, Wonder Boy: The First. Most people, if you had an NES, if you ever played, uh, was it Adventure Island? Yeah, Hudson's Adventure mm-hmm. Island. Yeah, it's basically the exact same game. Mm-hmm. Um, then they were like, "Yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Totally different games." And uh, this is a remake of the second one, I believe. Maybe the third shit. I don't I, remember. I could not tell you. Okay. I don't know anything yeah. about those games. So uh, you, were, you were a guy. You run around. You change into different animals. Different animals give you different skills. Like you can become a little mouse and he can like stick to the walls and go out. And it's kind of like a Metroidvania thing. Like you can go to places once you become a new animal and get that animal spirit. Mm. Um, but man, they remastered the fuck out of this because um, <laughs> it's one of those like, you know, this was a... 8-bit era game that right. they put a full cartoon style over on top of um, and you can do one of the, you can hit the button and go back to original graphics if you want to see just how shitty it looked oh I love those and um, yeah That's it's pretty cool it's, it's really really well done like it's incredibly well done and it's funny because like I played all those way back when um, and it's always weird to me like something that you played that much back then that you haven't touched in way too many years and then you pop it this in and it's like Oh shit! I remember like this heart is here, and I remember like this weird little thing. It's like, why do I remember this? Yeah, yeah. you know. And so that—that's. I mean, I—I I didn't play a ton of it, but man, they a plus for effort. It, it did so well that they put in a new original one this year. Um, like, All right, same, yeah. same company. Like they, it's uh, they got one of the original creators in, involved, and they were like, this is a brand new mon- Monster Hunter game or Wonder, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy game. <laughs> I think it's called Monster Boy now because like they couldn't use Wonder Boy. Like they could do it for this remaster. Yeah, it's like a spiritual sequel. Yeah, it's, it's not... like it's like they could use it because this is a remake or remaster. But like when they made the new one, it was like it can't be called that. Yeah, it's like how Bloodstained is a Castlevania <laughs> game, but it's not. Yeah, in so, name only. But yeah, it's they did a hell of a job. Like it, this game looks really cool. Cool, nice. Uh, I put this last one on here just so I could say I put something in this category, uh, but it's true. Pinball. Pinball. In all its forms, digital or real world. Well, didn't we play some 2018 pinball this year? We, we did, did, but those were kind of lousy. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool Aww. was okay, but like Houdini sucked. And uh, Deadpool's great. I like that table. What? Deadpool's I like the pretty Deadpool good. Table. I, that, that's what I'm saying. Deadpool and was pretty good. I think but Guardians who, was this year too. No, Guardians no, was last year, last year yeah. for sure. It's hard to keep up with yeah, the stern stuff, but just playing a pinball machine. Yeah. It's so good. Just it is. I I. I'm I'm itching now to go play some pinball. Like I need my pinball fix. Month and a half. So that's true. Yeah, I would like to throw U beat on there. Yeah, wait, discovering U beat. Oh right, 
the weird touchscreen yeah. DDR thing is amazing. And if you didn't ever we discover, wasn't that last year? Yes, it was. Like yeah, at, wow. at, at Atlanta last year. Like yeah. that. And they didn't have it again this year. Uh, did they? They did not. No, I feel like we played it in 2018. We no, did, you we played it in 2018 no. because I have no idea what you're talking about and I wasn't there this year. Yeah, this you weren't in, was... in Atlanta last year though, were you? Yeah. I mean, I was there in when you're saying last year, you do mean 2018, correct? Not 2017. No, I'm sorry. I mean 2017. Okay. Yeah. So I could swear that we I was there in 2017. That. I was not there in 2018. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure we played this in the 2018. Yeah, this, it was last summer. I feel like I've been yeah. obsessing over this about that amount of time. Yes. Like was, trying to find it. and It was this most recent Atlanta trip. Anyway, all I'm saying is... Oh, I'm getting Orlando confused yeah. somehow. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you, if you, 2018 was a hell of a year. If you can find a, a Japanese-style uh, arcade that has, you know, import machines, you, you need to find this game. Yeah, mm. It's it, wild. It's a, a 16 squares. Yeah, and, they, and, they're, and they're all, like, little animated. LCD screens and stuff, and it's amazing. And the songs are is, catchy as hell. Um, I, I've been... Dying to find what that damn cheeseburger song is. Oh right, <laughs> I don't know because it's you know it's all in Japanese and I don't speak Japanese mm. or read it. And mm. all, the icon was a cheeseburger, and I was like, well, I'll play that obviously because I'm a big fat American. Um, but yeah, so, and the song was <laughs> hella catchy, and I was like, I need more of this. Mm. But yeah, it, if yeah. you like rhythm games, this game is awesome. Sorry, didn't mean to. No, no, no. Run all over pinball, but that was awesome. It's fine. You guys want to take a break before we get to a whole bunch of other bests? I think that would be lovely. Let's take a break. Sweet. Hey, it's still a motherfucking video game yeah, podcast. It's still and it's still the Fodies. Still besting. Fodies. Hot shit. Let's just get right to it. Yeah. Best soundtrack. Okay. Sounds that are tracked by your ears. A soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um, despite my reservations about the gameplay, Celeste's music is really, really, really good, which is why it's frustrating that I can't get further in the game to hear the rest of it. Hmm. But yes. That soundtrack is really terrific. Okay. As is Red Dead Redemption 2's. Again, mm-hmm. games I have trouble getting into, but it's like really solid soundtrack. Yeah. Motherfucking D'Angelo, man. Come on. Yeah. Give that, it up. That game's... The soundtrack's biggest problem is it doesn't show up enough. Mm. When it shows up, it's amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, Yoku's Island Express. There it is. Mm-hmm. Man... It's a hell of a soundtrack. Like, talk about some feel-good stuff. Even when it feels like, like, oh, you're in the spooky you, zone. Yeah, you're in the spooky <laughs> underground zone. Oh, it's no, still like, <laughs> it's still like charming and happy sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just like talk about setting a setting a mood and setting it so well, and just being like, you're gonna have a happy time playing this game. That's what Yoku's Island Express does. Mm-hmm. Yep. I tossed on uh, Floor Kids because, yeah. well, I mean, it's. It's it's got an awesome soundtrack. It's original for the game, and it's, yeah. it's really good. Um, yeah, the, I mean, those things qualify it for this game. I mean, it, it, it is a music it's game, kid so Kid Koala, right? Yeah, it's Kid Koala. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, all, it's all, right. all original stuff. Yeah. So, but it's you know, it's a rhythm game with all new music, and mm-hmm. it's it is good. Um, yeah. What kind yeah. of rhythm game is it? 
it's an old, it's a break, you're break dancing. So like, is it just buttons on a controller? Yeah. Sort of yeah. Thing? Yeah. But you've got to like time them, like, you know, transition from down on the floor to standing and, you know, you get bonuses for like hitting at the right spin motion motion so that you get up at the right time, you know, and right. flow it together. Good. And not repeating stuff. So, I, I, strangely, I actually have a, uh, I have an honorable mention. Or, or I guess someone else threw another game on there. Yeah, right. I threw something else on there. Okay. We're editing on the fly. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm going to throw Hollow Knight on there as well. Okay. Like, it's been a really solid year for side-scrolling platformers and music. Yeah. Is that one's that one's a really good soundtrack as well. Yeah. This one, I, I, I'm throwing it on sort of as an honorable mention because I know, look, I, I know when it comes to orchestral stuff, I am not necessarily a master of what is good and what is not as far mm-hmm. as like soundtrack stuff. All I know is, does it make my ears feel good and make me feel like I should, I, I am doing the right thing. And so I have to throw Spider-Man on there because that's got some really awesome heroic ass. It does. Superhero music. I know it sounds almost exactly like all the Marvel movie style mm-hmm. things. Yep. That fucking works for me though. Like if I'm swinging around and like, you know, you know, it's like, yeah, you're I, making the music happen. Right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm fucking swinging and this is cool. So, <laughs> But I know some people are going to be like, it's fucking derivative and use this bars from this thing and they just stole this. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, who cares? I, I'm saying it makes me feel cool when I'm swinging around to some Avengers ass music. Mm-hmm. As it should. Moving on. Okay. Best section of a game. Mm. Might not mention the game as a whole, but we went, we went, man, this was really fucking sweet. Okay. And for me, uh, pretending to be a flamingo mascot in Hitman 2's Miami level. <laughs> I just love that sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hashtag new sentences. It's great. Okay. Like, like just the, that level itself is just phenomenal. There's a whole, there's a race going on in the streets of Miami while you're going around murdering people in it. And you can snipe one of the drivers and just, there's, there are so many fun interactions to be had in that area. But to me, like doing it while wearing a ridiculous flamingo costume is the icing on the cake. And you do pull one leg up when you're in idle animation, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, good. 100%. Okay. Yes. That's perfect. Yes. Yep. It wins. <laughs> uh, also for me, uh, the building tension as you go to arrest Joseph Seed in the very beginning of Far Cry 5, because there is a palpable, man, I'm about to get fucked feeling as you're going through this whole section where you have full control and you're just like, man, this is, this is a bad, bad idea. And... Yeah, you don't know what that game is going to throw at you yet. You just know shit's going to go wrong somehow. Mm-hmm. And that whole segment of walking through is... It's still such, like, procedurally a bad p- police move to oh, go in there with just the you and one other dude. <laughs> with nine million cult members just yeah, like... You just, you God, yeah, those characters deserve everything they <laughs> yeah, get. It's like... You've done this poorly. <laughs> like, whoever sends you in here hates you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. The tension is... is it, It's probably the most tense moment of that game before mm-hmm. the game reveals itself, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I put on... I gotta keep talking about Spider-Man at this point, so just get used to it. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's lots of good moments in that. Uh, my personal favorite is everything involving uh, Jeff Jefferson Davis. Um Miles's dad, spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it 
the way they You're supposed to say spoiler first. Oh, are you? Okay. Well, <laughs> you, you everybody had... knows Miles is in the game. He was in the trailer, right? I mean, my, yeah, Miles is in the game. He's in the trailer, and you you should know who he is by now. But um, yeah, that interaction and the revelation of Peter interacting with his dad, then having to deal with Miles, it's just it's all so well written. Um, but specifically him, like he has a he has the biggest fuck yeah moment in that whole game mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah. Side side note, um, just uh, this is a truly an honorable mention. Best Stan Lee cameo. I'm done. Ever. Yeah. It. Yes, the Stan Lee one in that is really great. Yeah. Like it, it will never be topped in my mind. Hmm. And it's pretty early in the game. It too. is. Yeah. Like so, it's hopefully most people will see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for all the shit I talked about, Monster Hunter World. I think one of the biggest moments of joy I had was the first time I saw a Palico cooking a meal for me in that when I was, uh, when I stopped by the camp. Cause just this little, like it is just the stupidest, silliest thing, but I absolutely loved it every time that he would do it where he would just throw, like throw this big Turkey on a platter and like sprinkle some stuff on it. And then at the very end, just like very carefully put this piece of Rosemary on the top of it. <laughs> And then, and then while the two guys are dancing in the background, it's just, it's so good. It, it's, I, there's a lot of love in that animation sequence yeah. and it, and it's different. Like it's there's delightful. different ones around the different areas, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. different things he's cooking, but yeah, just, or just like just a giant fish where he just opens it up. It's a fish and uh, I loved it. I, I wish I loved the rest of the game as much as I love that. My honorable mention is a random thing that you come across in Red Dead Redemption. The second, and um, it is, you're going to come across a group of clansmen lighting up a cross in the woods in a certain part of a uh, certain part of the map. And I took immense joy in killing them. <laughs> and the way that I killed these clansmen was uh, by sneaking up to them and throwing a stick of dynamite in the middle <laughs> of their little clan rally. It's a little like eight man clan rally. Mm-hmm. And uh, it exploded in the middle, it right in the middle of those fucking assholes and blew all of them to smithereens. So it was like, boom. Yes. There's your KKK joke. There it is. Well, good. We needed one. It isn't a podcast without a clan joke. Come on, right? Rally around this one. No, that was a great joy. And I came back later and they were trying to put their little cross back up and I killed them all again. So it was great that they let me and no consequences for killing the clansmen like oh yeah it doesn't affect your morality or no anything. it doesn't affect your morality <laughs> and uh there a guy rode his horse by shortly after i had um had dynamited the fucking clan i love that uh new sentences every day um I, and I, he's like i don't know just kept rolling on normally if you fucking kill somebody they'll try to turn you into the, the law men's but right mm-hmm. oh it's just like i told you the guy right in the middle of saint saint denis you know, talking his hate speech in the middle of the road. Oh, and I just yeah. Walked yeah. Up there and I was like, I was like waiting for the, you know, the negative reaction thing. And I was just like, all right, enough of this shit. <laughs> just just <laughs> pistol, you know, pistol under the under the head, just blow the back of his head off. And everybody, I just kind of looked around. And everybody's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I just, yeah. I casually rode my horse out of town. <laughs> there you go. Just uh, love it. Yeah, it was great. All right. So moving on. Mm-hmm. Best character. Okay characters we liked the best uh my first one was dad kratos 
Boy. 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 They did a good job of, like, making me give a shit about Kratos in a weird way, while still maintaining he's kind of a selfish asshole, but you, like, you get the sense that he's trying not to be. Yeah. And that's super interesting. Like, like it's a good place to go with that character where he's like trying not to be what he is. He's trying to be something else like the entire time. Well, there's there's a moment early on, and I'm pretty sure I said this on the last podcast, but where he's just going to yell at his kid, like super God of War, scream at his kid and realizes that he can't do that. And so mid sentence, he stops and then says what he was saying calmly. Mm-hmm. And it's like. That's interesting to see the God of War have to realize yeah. that he's also a dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that's like the whole, like we could have talked that in, in trends where it's like, oh, I had a kid. So now I'm going to make a game about raising a kid, you know, like mm-hmm. the whole dad complex. But I think everyone else has kind of talked that to death. So sure. Yeah. But still, I think it yields an interesting Kratos. That's, you know, I want to see where that story goes. Mm-hmm. And my next one, the Yuri Lowenthal version of Spider-Man because yeah, it's Spider-Man, but the, the way he plays it is absolutely fantastic. I mean, even early on, we just got the spider cop stuff back and forth. Like there are so there's such good writing for that character to deliver that I loved it. I, I just, I, it's like, that's the version I want for everything. Yeah. I can hardly believe that that guy voices Spider-Man. Like, Oh man, he's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like we should just—I should move one of these up yeah. a, a notch. Uh, I, I agree, but I mean, I to me the real standout characters—it's it, strange. It's, it's all the ladies of that game. I mean, uh, I, the, the interaction between him and strangely enough, Yuri Watanabe mm-hmm. is almost better than him and Mary Jane. Though I think they're fantastic too. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's so weird is it's like it's this weird best friend love triangle thing and it's like it never gets weird it never gets like jealousy it's just like it it's so refreshing and realistic and then you throw in the dlc stuff with felicia hardy and it's like even there where there's like a weird love triangle thing it still never gets it never goes how you think every other thing would do you know like Mm -hmm. tropes of like love triangles and bullshit like that it's like it it just plays out exactly how you want it to. And and the Aunt May in this game is really cool, too. They're not Mary Sue's and stuff. They all have their purposes, and it's great. Well, like, women have been uh, set dressing yeah. and video games for a long, long time. So it's good to see actual good-ass women characters. Yeah, like, nobody is a damsel in this at all. Like, you know, Aunt May is out there running a homeless shelter, you know, halfway house type thing. Mary Jane's a reporter and getting into trouble. Yeah, she gets in trouble, but it's like that's part of the that's part of the interesting conflict of the game is it's like stop fucking white knighting heroic saving me, you know, like let me get into trouble, let me do my own thing. I don't always need you to bail me out. And that's like that's one of the fascinating uh story motifs in this game. So it's it's kind of cheating, but yeah, I'm I'm lumping lumping them all in. Well, speaking of cheating, um, I'm cheating the fuck out of the best category character because <laughs> DJ Atomica is the best character in the entire universe, <laughs> and uh, I'm doing this to make up for all the shitting that we did on DJ Atomica in yeah. previous generations. He deserves so, an apology. DJ Atomica is the best, even though it's Burnout Remastered, which is a game that came out a hundred years ago. It came out this year. Burnout it also Paradise came Remastered out, came out this year. Yep. 
okay. Right. Yes, Burnout Paradise Remastered came out this year. DJ Atomica here, being a good guy. He just wants helping to help you, you out. out. Yep. <laughs> Smash that billboard. <laughs> Do some sick jumps, then go relax by the beach. DJ Atomica out. Yeah, and he plays a, a sick jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then hey, hey, you, you, I'm like your girlfriend. Something, 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 something else. I love that song when I'm playing that game. I really, if I hear it anywhere else, I'm like, I should be playing Burnout right now. No, the only time it's dangerous for me to hear it is if I'm in the car, because then I will try to drive to blur speed. Right. You do a fucking sick jump off a bridge. Yeah. Not a, whatever, an addition, an amendment. Uh-huh. As long as we're talking about characters generally hated, I like the continuing journey of Herc. I'm throwing Herc from Far Cry Five yeah, in here, Herc's pretty and, good. I, and yeah. I and I like the fact that like his dad is such a piece of shit, and he is trying not to be his dad. Yeah, yep. That's one of my favorite yes. things about this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know a lot of people hate Herc. You're wrong. Yeah, Herc's like great. Yeah, I, I appreciate the way that he addressed my character when I met him in Far Cry Five, which was just basically they wrote him so that he would just say dude or whatever the whole time, but he's like. I don't mean nothing by it by calling you dude. I just, you know, that's the way right. I just refer to everybody and I respect your gender and I, you know, my dad's an asshole, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let's go do something dumb. <laughs> yeah, let's pull some shit up because it'll be cool. Herc's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Also, uh, honorable, honorable mention, the, mm-hmm. uh, the animal companions in Far Cry 5 are dope. Yeah, all right. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> my boy, Chibi. Yeah. <laughs> I do like cheeseburger. Correct. Yes. Yep. All right. Okay. This, this is kind of like your our point to say. All right. This is what we did. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't play this one. So if mm-hmm. you're gonna yell at me about not having it in my top, in my photies, mm-hmm. that's why. 2018 games we want to play in 2019. Yep. Mine's a cheat because sure. I pretty much played the 2018 games I wanted to play, but. As soon as those credits rolled, I moved on to something else. Mm-hmm. And like, if they had three or four DLC packs, I pff, didn't care. Yeah. But I should probably do that because I paid for them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So That's I should probably feeling. go back and and retry that Far Cry Five DLC when I'm not so angry. Um, you know. No, you really shouldn't. If, if well, the Herc one. The Herc one, yes, but yeah. every other one, no. Yeah, like yeah. the Vietnam one did not do it for me, Ooh. and I didn't play the zombies one. That's the only one I didn't play, but I. Yeah, they got progressively worse. Still, okay. Still yeah. Well, play, I, play I the Herc one. At least go back and sample them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's mine. Just okay. play the DLC I paid for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> BJ, I did not realize that this was that this was mine. I was like, "What are these games?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought that one of the things was on somebody else's, and I assumed that mine was last because I always do my homework late. Um, but my 2018 games that I want to play in 2019: Hellblade, even though it may have come out on 2017 ish, eh, whatever. Enough. It came out on consoles or something in 2018. Yep. Um, so it counts according to our rules. But um, I've seen enough of that game played to know that that is a game I want to get into and um, and play through. And it also, like, I like the psychological stuff that was going on. And I've seen some of the behind the scenes of um, the development of that game and how careful they were to match the psychological, like the effects that happen in the game to the actual psychological effects that happen to people that have these issues in real life. And that's really fascinating and one of the reasons that I want to play it. Um, moving on, Dad of Boy, uh, because, you know, that's the 
that's the fucking game. And I have it. It's downloaded on my PS4. I just haven't gotten into it. And uh, I like throwing axes at things. So mm. I would enjoy axes probably real good. It's satisfying. some uh, some dad of boy. Uh, dead Cells. Because y'all won't shut up about Dead Cells. Like, Hey, we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, I Jesus. mean, not today. No just, like, <laughs> just like the nine previous podcasts. Mm. Um, I've heard nothing but Dead Cells. It's good. Yeah, that's what I hear. So I, I want to I want to grab onto that this year at some point. Um, Just Cause Four. It came out like last week or whatever. Um, it came out real late. It came out real late. So <laughs> even if I had been playing games in 2018, I wouldn't have gotten to it. Um, you tell me when you're ready. I'll let you borrow it. Okay. Mm. Just Cause is is my jam. Like I I dig those games. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into it. And also uh, Subnautica. Mm. It just got its official. It just got an official release, but it was like a, a pre-release alpha sort of thing, beta, whatever. Um, it's another one of those survival crafting games, sort of like No Man's Sky and a bunch of others. But I have seen a fair amount of it, and it looks really charming and kind of actually chill. And I want to play that. And that's the end of my 2018 games I want to play in 2019. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, mine, I'm, I'm leading it off with one I'm very angry that I haven't tried to play yet um, because I really wanted to before we got to this, but uh, it's Donut County. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I hear it's weird and it's uh, sort of Katamari-esque. Um, so, right. I like that. Yep. Yeah, I just didn't get to it and it makes me sad. Um, Guacamelee 2, I really, really, really liked the first one. In fact, played through it more than once. Uh, I own the second one and I just haven't played it yet. Um Life is Strange 2 stuff, which includes, I haven't even played Before the Storm or the Cap- Adventures of Captain Spirit and all that. Like, I need to catch up on Life is Strange is what I'm trying to say, because yeah. I loved Life is Strange the first season, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just weird that I haven't done any more of it. Uh, Hellblade, despite everything I've said, yes, I do want to play it. Um, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to make it sound like I can't handle smart game. It's just shit got real in life mm-hmm. and i if a game has a chance to affect me possibly negatively it's put me off of playing it so far yeah uh i do want to try god of war again um i i will try god I'm of just, war again i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna put it on baby mode and see what happens that, and that's it yeah i'll echo that one uh that's what i have is basically finishing god of war mm-hmm. um getting there <laughs> yeah which I, I, I feel like so many people have enjoyed it that I need to... Right. And I and I enjoyed enough of it playing it to want to continue that journey. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, because I, I think Origins was a good step in the right direction. And Odyssey sounds like a really cool setting for one. And for two, I know enough people that kind of share my tastes that really liked it. So I need to do that. And Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I own it haven't started it haven't touched it it's been just kind of sitting in my library going hey remember when you downloaded me because you got me on some kind of sale yeah mm-hmm. and i i liked the other two a, a lot mm-hmm. and hey more of that sign me up eventually <laughs> in 2019 <laughs> pencil me in yep. <laughs> don't use ink <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but no i i i'm sure i'll be I'll be playing that one in the uh, in the dry months. Mm. Of, you know, <laughs> nothing else. Ah, on. the dry months. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Time for honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, but these aren't quite the photies. No. 
but they kind of would round out the rest of our top tens, so to speak. We, we all give a top five unless we have less than that. And we're like, eh. <clears throat> which some people yeah I, um, not naming any names um, just you could yeah. it would be me we could uh so who wants to start and do we just want to go clockwise all right we can start with me chuck has pointed at me are we just are we just blasting all of our honorable mentions okay, yeah let's yeah, get yeah. our honorable just mentions like golden jocks let's yeah, yeah. keep it okay. let's keep it the same way and then we'll, we'll, go, we'll go round vote. robin and count them down yeah right, fair enough all right uh, so honorable mentions All right. for me, God of War. Like I said, yeah. I, I, I feel like that gets an incomplete for me. Hmm. Like I, there was enough there for me to go. Yes. But there was also enough there to roadblock me from ever getting past that. And when, every time I tried to play it for a little bit, I said, man, I have other games I'd probably rather play right now. So I need, I need the time. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Uh, Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition. That is a really solid Metroidvania that just gets too fucking hard for its own good. And that is a huge problem because it, it's it's a game that it only gives you convenience once you don't need that convenience anymore. And that's really frustrating. It's like, all right, so you've explored all of this area and finally got to the really hardest part. Here's the guy who'll sell you the map. And it's like, I already know the area now because I fucking had to fight my way through all of it to get here to get the map. So, you know, it's just one of those games that, like, for everything it does right, it does some really frustrating things that, you know, I guess would be period specific, like, for the hearkening back to, like, you know, SNES era, era side-scrolling type games like that. But mm-hmm. it's still, it's a really solid game in that regard. And my other one, which is kind of not a game, but it's Drop Mix. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Drop Mix fucking rules. Drop Mix came out in 2018. Holy shit. But it's not really a game? I don't know. There is a game to it, but why, would you, why would you play it? Yeah, the game is not fun, but playing around and just goofing around with Drop Mix fucking rules. Okay, I'm going to allow this. <laughs> it came out in 2017. It did, it? yeah. Holiday but, 2017. But, nobody but no it. one knew anything nobody about it. Nobody knew anything so about it. So it came to our attention in 2018. It counts. Yeah. Good. But yeah, Good drop, mix, drop Mix rules. Good call. Yes. But not quite as much. <laughs> <laughs> it's honorable. Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. Okay. Do, do you have any? I have an honorable mention. Oh. Um, how? <laughs> fuck oh, off. <laughs> Is how? Okay. Um, One dollar in the fuck off jar. Um and I'm only putting this in honorable mentions because it is a remaster, but Burnout, Burnout Paradise Remastered is the game of the generation, uh, but updated for this current generation. Um, yes. It's the only, re- the only reason that I didn't stuff it into my top five to give me four total um, is because it's a remaster of a 360 game. But um, yeah. And also it doesn't do, there's not much that changes. No, it didn't change anything. Like, <laughs> like, I don't... It looked great on 360. It looks great on Xbox One. It's there aren't really any updates or to, quality yeah. of life things except for all the DLC is there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But um, it's just... Yeah, it's just basically a port. But it's still Burnout fucking Paradise, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. Mm. <laughs> all right. Uh, my honorable mentions, I will just go with that and say uh also burnout paradise remastered i i if i had been kind of a cheating motherfucker i would have put this at number one because it's the game of the generation again so why wouldn't it be my number one game of the year 
it's probably the most fun I had this year playing a game, almost. Uh, but it's a remaster, so it doesn't count. But fine, it, I'll add it to my list. Re- fine, <laughs> honorable mention: Burnout Paradise Remaster. Yeah, there you go. Can we just make it our for- Fody? Just just no, cut out all no, the no. Oh, it, it's man. our it's our most honorable 2018 mention. <laughs> Consensus H Fody. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh. Got a war which I have not come close to finishing. However, that just be- was because I ran out of time, not because I had stopped a while back or anything. Um, I have been playing it on baby mode the entire time. So maybe I-, I haven't seemed to run into any combat situation yet that has been frustrating. So I just don't know maybe if I'm not far enough yet to where it's going to start doing that. But for some reason, playing it on that mode the entire time for me has been a breeze. Maybe I'm just some sort of baby mode God of War <laughs> savant. I don't know. But um, I've enjoyed my time with it so far. I just haven't played enough of it f- to feel like it deserved a slot in my top five because I can't judge it fully yet because I've probably only played maybe a third of it because mm-hmm. apparently that game is long, uh, three times as long as the other God of Gods mm-hmm. of Wars is. So. Yeah. Um, and then these other two were kind of a couple years from now except for one or two minor details they will blend in together for me and i will not be able to remember the details of each one uh far cry 5 and just cause 4 um they are both ridiculous open world experiences that are hampered by various problems um far cry 5 i already mentioned the problems uh just cause 4 is is a big dumb sandbox but doesn't do enough with its really dumb elements throughout the game like i finished that game and i thought you were going to be calling in tornadoes to wreck shit you don't or if you do you don't have to um and then the other thing about the game is that the bad guy of that the villain of just cause 4 is in a cut scene at the beginning in his office a cut scene at the end of the game in his office and that's it the rest of the game are people talking about him saying maybe he did this evil thing and then you say well we should stop him (laughs) there's no interaction with the bad guy whatsoever you need interaction with the bad guy to make you want to fucking kill him and the flip side of that is that far cry 5 has too much interaction with that guy it's like i wanted to kill him from the start i don't need him to keep coming into my game and stealing me away from what i'm Mm -hmm. doing to put me through whatever you know drug trial he's gonna put me in in his missile Mm -hmm. silo or whatever bliss i just remembered it's the the bliss bliss. that's it okay so those, yeah. those two games are fun open world games that are hampered by their dumb bullshit. Yeah. So okay. those, those are my honorable mentions. Those are also both on my honorable mentions okay. list. Um, for kind of the same reasons. Like, look, I've I've admitted since Far Cry 3, I am a Far Cry junkie. So I was having a great time until that game ended. You know, it just that ending was so atrocious that it turned me sour to the whole thing Mm -hmm. but not enough to not say man i was having a hell of a time up until that yeah i did not like the interruptions as you said you know things like that um but the 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 world is still fun and i still enjoy setting up dumb scenarios and Mm -hmm. taking over bases and all that kind of stuff just cause four very similar man it's just those two are kind of two sides of the same coin it seems like sort of yeah i mean you know yeah it's 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 dumb, stupid, fun. I wish the game wasn't as janky and broken as it is. I just wish they would finally get it together. But is it just the physics crap, or is no, there just more? just weird? It's like a level of polish. It's yeah, like the, they had to get it out. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I 
full disclosure, I, I played three on the PC, so like I'm very much noticing load times and things like that. It's not as bad. Like I feel like from logos to in the game is much better on this one mm-hmm. on you know even on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a level of broken to it. But attaching Fulton balloons and rocket things to stuff is still fun. Yeah. And even when the physics break, it's in that fun way yeah. of just like, wow, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's real dumb. Yeah, I just I, I feel like the the shooty bits when it tries to force you into doing shooty bits are really annoying. Like when it's I like, feel hey, like that's the way Far Cry or just just, just, just cause three yeah. was. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there are times where it's like they'll be like, hey, shoot these guys. And then you go, oh, wait, I don't have to. I have all these other toys. And this will be like. Hey, this this needs to be a turret sequence. Like mm-hmm. you need to be in this turret right here, or you're not going to accomplish it. Because if you jump out, there's they're sending 15 drones and four helicopters to, to while you're trying to defend a thing. It's like fuck off. With all that. Yeah, there's some there's some missions where you're close to the end of the mission, and there are just a million bullets penetrating your body, and it's just like come, just stop, yeah. <laughs> just fucking stop. Yeah. So again, because uh, because I'm following the rules, uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered okay. is uh, yeah. definitely in this yep. list. There's a um, consensus. I mean, most it, honorable game. It that was exists. it was there before we had this discussion, just because I'm I'm confident about my top five. Otherwise, okay, it's still a great game. But again, remastered. It's old. You know, we know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, it's kind of a cheat because it's not even technically out yet. But I'm throwing Slay the Spire on there. As much time as I played, it's still just an honorable mention territory. Um, it's, it's not even official. Pre-release. It's not even an official game yet, so it's it's not amazing. It's kind of not going to change your life, but damn it, if I didn't play a hundred hours of it, I figure if they open up the alpha or whatever it is pre-release version of the game in a year, in a specific year, then you can call it a game yeah, of yeah. that year. You played it, <laughs> so that's it. All right, all right. So I guess it's time for the actual fodies. Oh shit, it is. So I'll start off with my number five. Okay. Which is Far Cry 5. Hey, um, nice slotting. Synergy. I, yeah. The boss encounters are unsatisfying in the way they end. The ending of that game is a ridiculously unsatisfying experience, no matter which path you take. Mm-hmm. Yet, man, I played the fuck out of that game. And I I don't get into first-person shooters anymore, except Far Cry seems to have figured out like how to get me to continue playing. And, you know, how to, like, maybe it's the way the weapons work, the movement. I don't know what it is, but, like, just doing all of those stupid challenges, you know, with, like, the wingsuit and yeah. uh, and hearing the fucking song about what's-his-face. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, how did we forget about him? Like, for, Flash America like, or whatever the fuck his name is. For best character. Yeah. What yeah. was his name? He was real good. Uh, and see, yeah, and now it's just like, it's. we've been talking so long. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking so long, my brain has forgotten yeah, that yeah. information. Crash something, wasn't it? Yes. It's crash. Yeah, I don't, I don't but, but like that sort of dumb shit. Like when I wasn't doing the story in Far Cry 5 and was just wandering around the side of a forested mountain doing dumb shit, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, yes, I, I could love, I love this game. But then I'd have to deal with the actual gameplay. Clutch Nixon. Clutch <laughs> Nixon. Thank you. God. And you know what? what? That, what a that name is even name. better than I than I had forgotten. Like <laughs> that name's awesome. And we don't even ever meet Clutch Nixon. No, we just no. hear him talk about. It's all the memorials to Clutch Nixon. <laughs> because all over. he died doing his dumb. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. Mm-hmm. Dumb bullshit. <laughs> dumb in bullshit. Montana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
well, yeah. what else is but there? But I, I just I I wish that game had been more. I I really like Far Cry Four much better than that game. Yeah, but it's still got all those pieces that make it good, mm-hmm. and which means I will still play whenever Far Cry Six comes out. I'll be I'll be in line to play that one too. I have a feeling Far Cry Six will be a little bit different. They'll go like, back to the jungles or something. Are you, well, well are space. You talking about the the post apocalyptic thing add on no, thing. No, the proper. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No yeah, I, actual follow up. I think it'll probably be the story might be a little bit better. Well, I, I think so. that I think they'd have to end that game better because they. Yeah. I don't know. Th- those games have been trending towards this nihilistic nonsense at the end of each one, where it's just like, do you let this asshole go, or you know, I mean, like. Was it four where you just like you couldn't wait like you pulled the trigger before it even gave you a chance? Oh, I, I was just like waiting for like the reticle to show up so right. that I knew I had control, and yeah. it was like <laughs> like half squeeze. Yeah. yeah, was that the pagan men one? Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, just like Aja, you maybe let him go. Nah, blam. <laughs> <laughs> I I let him go an accident on in Far Cry Four. Like I was like oh. Can I can I shoot him yet? Is it time? Do I wait? Is it time? And he leaves. And he leaves. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's leaving. Well, I got a rocket launcher. I got this. <laughs> yeah. That is a hell of a fucking way to end that in a game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that. And that's the opposite of what Far Cry 5 does. Well, and, and you even had like. You even had some humanization of that character where it was like, yeah, this guy's done some bad shit, but maybe in pursuit of an actual good thing, unlike, you know, that's not based on insane religious zealotry. Right. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, my number five is Pass. <laughs> oh, Snake Pass? <laughs> no. Oh. Pass. You didn't play Snake Pass? Oh, well, okay. Fine. The password is Pass. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Um, Streets of Reykjavik, Iceland. <laughs> My number five is Detroit. Become human. Ooh, did you become human? I no. Aww. I became robot. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, and I defeated racism with love, with robot love. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, Congratulations. I did. Well, uh, good job. Yeah, thanks. I know no one likes David Cage games, and I know no one likes David Cage. Um, and I realized that David Cage thinks he made the first ever piece of media about racism and or don't fuck robots. <laughs> But it's okay. One, this game is gorgeous. It is. Two, uh, it pl- w- y- the gameplay is limited, but what you do plays really well. Uh, and three, I just I liked being in this. I liked help shaping this world. I liked making this the decisions I made. I liked forming the story in the way that I would w- form this story to progress. Um, this this is just this. These kinds of games are my jam. I I enjoy. I enjoy the David Cage bullshit. Um, so, I'm sorry, Chuck. Detroit Become Human is not a game; it is a visual novel. Well, it's no. a visual choose-your-own-adventure novel. Well, it, it kind of is, and a walking simulator. Yeah, also, be, walking be careful simulator. saying just dropping those words. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Oh, choose your own adventure. Oh, choose your fuck! Bandersnatch me, bitch! Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I do. Uh, Hashtag new sentences. <laughs> right. I I just I liked how many different ways scenes could play out, and I liked like at the end of each segment, you could see like the branching paths that you missed, and realize that oh, this could have gone wildly out of control. 
Um, and in fact, one of my three main characters towards the end of the game went wildly out of control and I never saw that character's actual story ended because they just randomly died in the middle of a shooting. So, mm. um, but that's that's kind of a cool thing about that game is that it doesn't progress in the way that the game wants it to progress. It progresses based on what you're doing. Um, so it's just it's it's dumb. I mean, it's real dumb. It's laughably dumb, but it man, it looks really good and it's it's enjoyable. So there you go. OK, well, number five is going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. OK, uh, hey, it made the list. It did make the list. Uh, man, I, there's so many things I want to say about this game that are totally spoilery, so I'm not going to. Uh, but that it goes all over the place from that overly long intro into, wow, I'm finally free to do stuff, but what do I do? What, <laughs> how does this work? What are these systems to, all right, I got this all. And then you just take it away from me to fucking misery and then back around again. So it just, that's a nutshell of the plot of that game, but, uh, Sounds like a ride. Yeah, it's a ride. Um, but along the way, like there are really wonderful moments, so I can't discount it overall. Um, side stuff in that game is is some of it is really fantastic. Uh, the main story from time to time is really good. Um, sometimes how it plays out isn't so good. And then they'll just they throw you curveballs and like, I mean, really weird curveballs like introducing new story beats in the final chapter like whole new characters and whole new things happening and it's like the fuck man wrap it up b and it's like so but all in all like it's still it's still kind of a flawed masterpiece i mean it's just it's 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 something that's 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 all i can say well my something at number four yeah is forza horizon four are you doing this the entire way <laughs> No. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. <laughs> Check his phone. Check his phone. Uh, yeah. Forza Horizon 4. It's a it's a fire that burned super bright, and now there's just embers for me right now. But man, that, the, that first month, I played the fuck out of Forza Horizon 4. Mm-hmm. And those games will still work for me because the driving is so good, and they're so well polished, and... So it's just so customizable and I didn't mind at first. I didn't like that. Oh, well you have to pay individual, like you have to pay to upgrade the individual cars because at a certain point I was just getting so many stunt points doing dumb shit that it didn't even matter that I had wasted points on a car. I never use anymore. It was like, well, I, I got plenty. They like, I'm, I got an infinite supply of points here mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I don't think the weather, the seasons gimmick worked as well as they were hoping it would work because now when I play, I open it up and go, Oh, it's winter. All right. I guess I'll play next week. And I shut the game back down, you know, like, and there's like three boards that I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to smash them. There's one that's like on top of a house that you can't get on top of. Yeah. And there's another one that's on like a wreck in the, like a a ruined building in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Mm -hmm. Apparently when I looked it up, it's like, Oh, well you have to, Becoming at like 300 miles an hour from this one angle on this one thing. And you have to hit the hill right so that you'll land on top of the building. It's like, nah, <laughs> I guess I'm going to be stuck with two billboards left for the rest of the time in mm-hmm, that game. Mm-hmm. But despite all that, and despite like the random loot boxy 
way of rewarding you of stuff where, oh, I had this, I got all these awesome spins and I got a hat, <laughs> shoes, and an emote. So, yeah. Yeah. Despite all that, I really enjoyed Forza Horizon 4, but I am kind of feeling Harlow ish in that it's like, maybe I can take a break from five. Maybe I'm going to need a break before I come back to it again. But it's still, what we've got is pretty damn good. Good enough to be number four. Nice. Forza Horizon 4. <laughs> cool. Coming in at number four for me, pass. <laughs> All right. I told uh, you guys, I played like four games yep. this year. Yeah. Deal with it. Uh, so my number four is Donut County. And Donut what? I'll donut, do whatever I want. Yes. Um, donut County is the game we have just bitched about not existing for the last three hours. Uh, it is a brief bite-sized chunk game. You could probably play through it in one sitting. And that is refreshing as shit to just sit down and be like, I, f- I did everything there was to do in this game and it was delightful. It's not hard. There's, there's some puzzly challenge to it, but it is not hard. It is charming as shit. It has uh, jokes in it that actually work, despite what the jokes are. Like, the the dialogue in that game is, is like, between characters text messaging each other, and it's kind of internet speak, but it's, like, it's clever adults writing it, so the internet speak is actually kind of ironic and therefore funny. Um it's just everything about that game is is great. It's it's charming. It's fun. You play through it and you're like, that was a good game. I enjoyed myself. Thank you, game, for that three hours of total distraction from the world. That's great. I don't have a single complaint. I and like you, that. And you can get a thousand achievement points. <laughs> yeah. Just by playing it. Um, so, yeah. Donut County. Number four. You should all play so, Donut County. Donut skip it. Uh, 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 uh. County uh, on it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bear claw. Yeah. <laughs> it is not on Android. I'm pissed. I was going to download it right now. Sorry. That's uh, my number four is uh, somewhat of a newcomer as far as uh, I just played it between last uh, podcast and now, and that's Yoku's Island Express. Yeah. That game is charming as hell, and I basically beat it in two sittings uh the main game i i still have like little side stuff to clean up and whatnot but Mm -hmm. yeah that that game's great and it's as you just said it is refreshing and delightful and never gets too punishingly hard the the only thing like i found even remotely frustrating in it is i was trying to get somewhere for a puzzle thing and i basically just dropped myself from the top of the map down to the bottom Mm. and then it was like Wow, I have to go a really long ways to get back there. Yeah. But I made that mistake once, and then I was like, okay, don't do that again, ever. Because, <laughs> you know, they have, like, little fast travel systems in it, but you can drop yourself where you're nowhere near one of the things that can pick you up, so. Yeah, the fast travel is not great yeah, in that. But, no, it's it's super charming, and, man, I mean, it's a it's a pinball platformer, so that kind of has us written all over it. Yeah, it does. So. Yeah, I guess I need an addendum. I need to put that on my honorable mentions. Even though I didn't finish it because I got my first session in, mm-hmm. I didn't get to do my second session because I worked a 14-hour shift at my work. But that game is charming. And that game is like, there's nothing wrong with the world when you're playing that game. I mean, there's a guy like you come to him and he's like, if you give me 100 fruits, I can upgrade your wallet and let you hold more fruits. And I go, 
but I don't have a hundred fruits. And he goes, eh, have the wallet anyway. <laughs> Come pay me back later. Right. And you know what I did? I came back and I paid him back later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the only one. Everyone else, yeah. COD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But still. But still. That's a nice There's name. a guy who's just like, yeah. hey, man, you don't have the money here. Just have it. Yeah. I know you're good you're for good it. good for it. Yeah. yeah. There's something to be said about that. Yeah. I don't know why that affected me so much that I'm like, you know what? You're a good guy. I am going to pay you back. It's not fun Most to other hook. Yeah. Yeah. Most other games, you just shoot that guy in the back of the head as right. he yeah. walks around the Take corner. Take his wallet. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I'll add that to my honorable mentions. Yakuza okay. Island Express is really, really charming and fun. Yakuza and- Island Express. Got it. Yes, that's it. Yes. <laughs> All right. So my number three is Marvel's Spider-Man. That's not a three. You broke your own. It is the theory. if you count the no. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's three no, words. It's, if you if yes. you don't count if the hyphenated <laughs> no. thing. Okay, but <laughs> it's it's the Spider-Man I want, and it's one of those games that has figured out if you can just make getting from point A to point B fun, people are gonna play your game. Hmm. And in Spider-Man, getting from point A to point B is really, really, really fun. And even if you do feel like cheating, the fast travel stuff is funny. Yeah. Like, it's just him riding yeah, the subway, and people, subway. people looking like, is that really Spider-Man? Nah, that's not really. Like, not, no dialogue, just looking at him like, that's not the real Spider-Man. Yeah. Hmm. And like I mentioned earlier, that it's it's a game that feels like it's from last generation in a good way, in that it respects your time. And it's not like, I'm going to make you do a get a billion crime tokens just to clear out this area. You know, it's like, yeah, there's stuff to do. Some of it's going to be harder than others. You don't really have to do it. Like the collectibles when you go in an area, it's like, yeah, you could probably spend an hour getting all these if you want. And it's that's about how long it'll take you to get all the collectibles in the game, you know, as far as like the backpacks or whatever go. But I, I just I like that it's a game that's that's not obsessed with. All right, we got to fill every ounce of this thing with stuff for people to find and tasks for people to do. Hmm. And it's just it's really well written and fun. And man, it looks good. That is a damn good looking game. Well, all right. Sweet. Well, my number three is not pass. Yeah. Oh. Woo. A game. Combo breaker. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, my number three is actually an arcade game. And of all things, it is an arcade fighting game. Sort of. In a way. It's like arcade fighting soccer, almost. Uh, it is called Death Ball. There are only eight arcade cabinets of this in the world currently, and one of them happens to be here in Jacksonville, Florida. And I discovered it a few weeks ago out at at our local barcade Mm -hmm. and immediately fell in love with this game. You are two wizards who are trying to knock a ball of some sort into a goal of some sort of the other wizard. Um, that sounds like something wizards do. Yeah, it's weird. Um, you have uh, an eight-way joystick and one button, and it's two players simultaneously only. Okay. Um, so it's sort of, in a way, it's like a very distilled fighting game. You have there are moves, but it doesn't really tell you much about how to play. It just lets you sort of figure them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a very short order of time, I dumped five bucks into this at 50 cents a play. I dumped $5 into, into this machine, uh, playing with a friend of mine. It's like, I think the goal of smash brothers is to be a 
simple game, but there being like some beauty and mastery within the simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this game is kind of that because you can do some really wild stuff with your very, very limited move set. Um, you can like you can jump and you can sort of infinite quote unquote double jump. Um, you can do a slide thing, you can do a fast dash down and you can move left and right. And that's just about it to try to knock your ball into the other wizards. You <laughs> knock the ball into the other wizards like goal or whatever. Sure. Um, and you have to like choose your stages before you play the game. And there's like six stages, but it's one of those things that just, just feels like a masterpiece, like a tiny little masterpiece. Like, I wish I had this game on literally everything I own so that I could play it with other people at any time. Um, It could be one of those things where like, you know, like the Switch fucking rooftop party where it's (laughs) that Nintendo imagines. This could be a a kind of game where you could whip it out and be like, hey, play this game with me for a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden there are 14 people like standing around watching it. Um, And I think they know what they've got with this sort of being a spectator thing because part of the cabinet uh, or what's in one of the things that's included with the cabinet is a extra monitor to go on top. And the arcade, the barcade is already hosting tournaments and stuff with it. So, um, but if you have a chance to play it, there are, like I said, there are like eight in, in the world. There's one in San Francisco, Columbus, Cincinnati, Minneapolis, men two in Minneapolis. Wow. Elkator, Iowa, Morgantown, West Virginia, and Jacksonville, Florida. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Those last three must have won a lottery of some kind. Yeah, because that doesn't make they sense. They must have done like a Amazon bidding war. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yes, y'all got a warehouse. All right, you get the game. <laughs> Apparently, well, we have a. This game was developed at a Killer Queen at a game jam at a Killer Queen mm-hmm. um, tournament, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Keg and Coin. The place here has a uh, has a killer queen. So oh, okay. the guy that runs Keg and Coin knows killer the killer queen guy who got him uh, one of these. But um, it's wild. It's so much. It's so much fun. And I I wish that everybody could play it. Like I immediately, as soon as I had run out of my five dollars, I was on my phone looking to find out if there was a way I could download it on PC or if <laughs> I could buy it on you know NES or something. Right. I had no idea where it came from, so I was I was looking for whatever I could find about it. That's that's how, like, that's how much this game grabbed me, and <laughs> I hope it does well. It's it's wild that there's just a brand new, <laughs> like eight bit style arcade game that's smooth as shit and is being sold out there. It's the future is crazy. <laughs> Death Ball. Mm, okay. Now I want to play Death Ball. Yeah. It's rad as shit. You should come to Kevin Coin and play Death Mall with me one day. I'll see if I'm allowed. <laughs> uh, my number three, uh, we've already talked about it, Yoku's Island Express. Uh, I'll just cap off the discussion on that by saying, what I, or just reiterating what I said when I first talked about the game, is that there have been a lot of these attempts to do pinball outside of pinball recreations, like pinball... Like Sonic Spinball? Yeah, just... Well, I mean... Th- <laughs> Every, it seems like every six months there's another one that's like, ah, it's medieval thing where you're moving troops and oh, you like launch ro- rollers the... rollers of the realm. Yeah, yeah, that. And they all all suck. They always are not <laughs> what you want. And this is just... 
like the pinball in it serves a purpose. It's like you were trying to achieve a goal by doing it. It's not like you just get into the pinball and you're just constantly pinballing. It's like, no, I've achieved what I need to achieve. This table is basically dead and you move on to the next area or something like that. Uh, but it's good. I mean, it's the game never bothers to explain it. It's certainly there's no hint like this world is built on pinball. It's just no, it's just for some reason. You're just a beetle with a round rock. Yeah. And it's just like the way you move around is all of a sudden you're in this area with flippers <laughs> and it becomes a pinball machine. It's just it's so cute. It's just adorably cute. Yeah, that's it. Uh, my number three makes me question who I am as a person. I don't even know anymore. Oh, because my number three is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know when it's, when the switch flipped, <laughs> um, but I was already kind of enjoying it. I mean, I always, like I said, I've always kind of enjoyed, casually enjoyed playing Smash Brothers and unlocking stuff because of the quality of life improvements. That's much easier and, and more intuitive on what you're doing. And then I discovered spirit adventure mode, which I didn't even know was a mode in the game. And I know mm-hmm. you were talking about there's too much in the game. I'm eating it all up. That game can just keep throwing shit at me. Because um, I discovered Spirit Adventure Mode, and it's it's like Mario Party meets Soul Calibur 1, mm-hmm. um, where it's just this big giant map, and it's like, go over here, unlock this thing. That'll let you get over here. Go to this place, defeat these guys, unlock this guy. Now there's modifiers. You know, There's high wind. There's a lava floor. All these crazy little things. And it's just kept me playing it nearly incessantly. Um, since I discovered that mode, um, that mode's pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah, I just I really dig it, and like all of a sudden it's like a lot of. I'm not saying I'm some Smash Master now, but like it's started to click. Like I get it now. I get why it's a spectator game. I get why people cheer. It just takes you doing one crazy thing to have like a did that just fucking happen moment. And I had one of those, and it was like. I was already kind of clicking with it anyway. And then that happened. And I was just like, God damn it. I wish I was streaming or was recording or doing something or had people watching this. Cause I did one of those moves where it was just like, I don't even know how I just did that, but that was awesome. Like, which was dodge someone's final smash, jump up in the air as an item was falling towards me, catch it, start to fall. That other character jumped and I threw the item at him and, and knocked him off the board all in midair. And it was just like, Holy shit. <laughs> I'm good at game now. And yeah, I I, I don't know. I, it's that game is absolutely insane. Like as a as someone who grew up around video games, that game is insane. How much shit is in there? There are references to games that no one's thought about for 20 years. There are characters and little animations and things from insane levels of Atari and Sega and there's like when it dropped a virtual fighter one character onto the screen and he looked like the original virtual fighter one and he mm-hmm. was assisting and it's not just like hey it's a, a thing in the background that we drew some art no the guy dropped onto the screen and started helping me and I was like this is fucking crazy and then you get yanked out by a Galaga you know <laughs> bug and it's just like I don't even understand what's happening and I love it all like it's it's just insane and it's my number three I don't know who I am. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's fine, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not a man who puts Hitman 2 at number two for the year. Because Hitman 
was awesome. It was my Fody for 2016. And it is just as good, if not better, in the sequel. And they went through the whole process of adding the first one back in if you already owned the second one with all the quality of life improvements, which includes a briefcase that lets you smuggle in a sniper rifle to any area, which makes a lot of those earlier levels a lot more fun to play as a sniper. Mm -hmm. Because before it was like you basically had to have it stashed somewhere and then sneak around through the level until you could get to a sniper point, which made it kind of like, oh, what's the fucking point of being a sniper? It's like it took me half an hour to get here. Whereas this one's like, nah, you just put it in the briefcase and you climb up and wherever you want to go and you're good. It's just, it's, they took so many things and made quality of life improvements on it and then added a bunch of new levels that are really, really solid. There's not any of them that are like, man, well, that level is kind of lame. You know, unlike how, you know, Hitman 1, there were a couple levels that were like, eh, that was all right, but I, I would probably skip that one most of the time. Like all the levels in this one, I'm like, yeah, there's something fun in all of this. So, yeah, Hitman 2, it's more of the same, but that is exactly what someone like me wanted. This is honestly a toss-up. Like, number two and number one are a toss-up for me, and you probably know what they are. Um, but I'm going to drop Red Dead Redemption 2 at number two right now, um, following <laughs> Mackie's lead of putting things with two in <laughs> two. Um, but... If this game had sort of gotten out of the gate delivering on being more Red Dead Redemption, there would be no question that it would be number one. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead, I even have kind of reservations about putting it at number two. Like, I think if I had played more games, this would be way down the list. Um, I'll say, first of all, this game, even even though it's got its hooks back in me right now, it is just fraught with systems and and things uh, like we were discussing earlier about games that games are just so inundated with stuff um, there are so many things to pay attention to in this in in red red dead 2 um, it is nice that i don't have to worry about like putting on different articles of clothing for different bonuses like a bunch of other games but like you're your horse armor, not horse armor, your tack. Um, <laughs> your tack has different bonuses associated with it that you have to... It's pretty easy to figure out what the best ones are and just equip that for the rest of the game if you've gotten to the point where you can get it. But um, there's just so much going on systems-wise and, and, and maintenance-wise for your character and your horse. Mm-hmm. Um, the good things about it, music's great. It's fucking gorgeous. It is absolutely a treat for your eyes. Um, the voice acting in general is really good. Like all of the regional accents are really good. Um, all of the NPCs and just filler people in the world have great, you know, great voices. Um, some of the main character voices are real goofy. I still like still feel like Arthur and Dutch's voices are real goofy but I've kind of you know I've kind of warmed up to them a little bit just because I've I find heard the way so much <laughs> yeah I've heard him so much and and like Arthur said some real dumb shit in his real dumb accent um like uh Harlow, Harlow and I were talking at dinner there's a point where you go see a like a variety show <laughs> and this woman comes out and has like a fire hoop and fire in her hands he goes Fire lady! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's just that is the best line read ever. 
It's just so I, it, dumb. I, I want to attach an audio log to my tombstone, and it's just him. <laughs> <laughs> Fire lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, his accent is so dumb, and I like I love the way he has. He says, "Sure." Every time it's like, "Sure." Some of those things are just are just goofy as shit. But there's a good game there. There is there's some real good shit. Like riding your horse is awesome. Uh using dead eye is awesome it feels fucking cool when you pull out a pair of pistols and you shoot 12 guys in the head there are a bunch of little things like people interacting with you as you walk by them it happens constantly and it almost never gets old where somebody goes good morning or hey how are you and you can just say hello back Mm -hmm. you can pet every dog which is yep you know great what? You can pet your horse all the time if you want. Oh. You can pet somebody else's horse if it lets you get up close to it. You can pet uh, the cats, too. I haven't seen any cats. Oh, there's random cats. Uh, <laughs> Especially in the city. Can you pet rats? Or the rats? Cats. I don't think you oh, can pet the rats. No. Don't, don't pet the rats. Well, I mean, you know, we're kind of over that whole plague thing. But there, there are really good bones in this game. And I'm kind of digging the story. I'm digging all of the side quest stuff for the most part. The strangers that you meet and just the weird shit that happens. Like, there's some swamp people. And, yeah, uh, the geography in this game is all sorts of fucked up. It's very hyper-compressed. But um, there's some people in the swamp, and they will run up on you and kill you, and they are crazy people. Um, yeah, that's, called, that's just true. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. The swamp people. The night folk, I think they're called. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> the night folk. There's a there's a little like stranger quest where you get to murder a bunch of them, um, but it doesn't stop them from appearing. Mm. But like they've, okay, so this will be the only like tales from Red Dead thing that I'll talk about. I was walking through the swamp or riding my horse through the swamp trying to hunt uh, some boar, okay, uh, because I needed boar pelts to make a satchel or whatever, mm-hmm. and I came across this tree that had somebody hanging in the tree, like have having been hanged. Mm-hmm. And so I get off the horse to walk up and look at it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? This is a weird little touch. Was this here before? Have I seen this? Is this anywhere else? Why is there a person hanging here? And all of a sudden I hear footprints behind me, or not footprints, um, but I hear footfalls behind footfalls. me. Like, <laughs> bop, 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 bop. And I turn around and there's three guys running at me. <laughs> With, like, crazy makeup. I'm like, ah, what the fuck is going on here? And I turn around to run away, and I shoot one of them. And I turn around and start trying to run away again, shoot another one, and the third one comes up and just fucking stabs me in the neck, and I'm dead. <laughs> and putting little things in in the game like that mm-hmm. are really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so random encounters in that game are, are awesome. I still have a lot of, like, there's still a lot of things wrong about that game, but it's getting its hooks into me and there are really good things that exist in it and um i hope i finish it soon i hope i get to finish it soon (laughs) i'm about halfway through and i want to like i want to know all these story things that harlow's been making allusions to allusions to thank you jesus christ um he's not in the game that you know he's referenced but yeah i want to i want to find out what these story things are and see how the story finally plays out Cool. I'll update you in three years. <laughs> Great. Well, for my number two, if I take the two out of Hitman and the two out of Red Dead and add them up and get four, that brings me to Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't have the problems any of you guys have with Forza Horizon 4. That that game continues to be my jam. Uh, I consumed it when it first came out and played like 30 straight hours of it and felt like, okay, maybe I did everything I need to do and then have found myself going back to it and losing an entire night of like, I'm just going to play this for an hour and chill out. And then four hours later, I'm like, I need to go to bed. What has happened? Uh, I just, I, that is, that is the perfect, I'm going to go back to this and just play something I don't need to think about for me. Like of all the games I played this year, everything's pretty story based, but this is just, I'm just going to chill out and put on some chill music and drive around the UK and all the mud and muck and just go mud. Yeah. And people are going to, I'm going to win things and confetti's going to shoot off and people are going to cheer me and it's great. This positive reinforcement that I need and it's fun. It's, it's looks amazing. Runs amazing. There are no more driving games. <laughs> mm-hmm. So by default, yeah. it's the best driving game. Um, yeah, that, that, that's all I got to say. Forza Horizon 4 for me is still great. Okay. Uh, I think I can probably be very brief about my number two. Um, cause I've talked about it a lot. Dead cells. Uh, it's kind of a cheat cause I think I brought it up last year having played it pre-release, but I don't care. Uh, it's, it's here officially. It's our show. Yeah. Um, it, it's great. I mean, it's just, it's a solid platformer getting to the end. Finally felt like a true accomplishment and you know, I may be done with the game, but it's, it still will live forever in my heart. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like there are other things I could go chase in it, but I don't. I don't care. Like I, may, I did the main thing. Okay. So I feel like, and I've played it a lot. So it's number two. I'll be brief. All right. Well. Well, it's time. That's my number one. What sells? Oh shit! Yeah. There are some games like the mark for me of a truly good game mm-hmm. is when I suck at and still absolutely love playing, and I don't suck at Dead Cells. But I haven't beaten it. I have plenty of runs where I'm like, man, I really sucked that time. Mm -hmm. I blew it. Yet, I'll keep playing. And it's the same feeling that, like, the true true greats, like Spelunky and Binding of Isaac, and, like, as far as roguelikes go, like, the ones that have endured and, like, people keep going back to... Mm -hmm. It has that quality that there's some stickiness or something in there that's like... Every time you play, you're like, man, that was a good run. This next one's going to be even better. Yeah. And almost, a, almost every run, you're contributing at least a little to your overall progress. Yeah. It's not, you can never have like a, I mean, you can, you can die like in the first level, but mm-hmm. it's very hard to just be like, well, that was completely useless waste yeah. of my time. Yeah. And by randomizing all the levels, it doesn't become a boring, fuck, I got to go through that part again. There's something about just changing the layouts, even though it's going to be the same enemies. You're going to have the same exits. They're just going to be in different spots. For some reason, that just doesn't matter. It's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, just running through. And the fact that it allows you to play it as if you want to speed run. It's like, okay, if you speed run, these, these, these are the bonuses you'll get. This is the stuff you'll miss out on. If you take your time, it's like, okay, well, you get this stuff, but you're not going to get the speed run stuff. There's just, there's so much there and that map is so, there are so many areas to visit that are all distinct with distinct enemies and just, and that's not even getting into like all the various weapons that that game has that certain combos will completely change the way you play and will be a completely valid way to play the game. That there's something about that, that I feel like this is a game that I will continue to go back to. Like I could see myself in 10 years being like, 
yeah, man, I popped dead cells back in and that game's still fucking awesome. Like I can easily see myself saying that. Like I, now that I have a switch, I'm like, I really want to spend the money on that, but I kind of want to beat it on the Xbox first mm-hmm. so that I can say, all right, I've beaten, I've beaten the game. Now I can go back and, you know, have my portable version of it. But that it's a great game that I think is incredibly well designed. And I mean, it's one of those games. I think I was, I was telling BJ earlier, like it didn't show up in any of the other categories for me because it's more some of the parts game, right? Like you can listen to the music, like the music works, but it's not like, man, this is the best music, you know, and the graphics are great, but it's not like there's some character in it. Who's like, Oh man, I fucking love that guy. It's not any of that. It's just like the whole combination of everything is just makes for this, fantastic utterly just completely replayable game well it's what we like it's a video game ass video game yeah i mean in the best way i mean it's just like there are no trappings it's like this is a video game it's not gonna make you think it's barely gonna make you feel it's just you're gonna have fun playing it yeah you know okay and it's gonna be different every time yeah that sounds all right yeah i love it it is it's (laughs) it's a terrific game okay all right, my number one, uh, you could probably guess uh, by the power of deduction, mm-hmm. uh, which game it was that was the other game that I played this year. Right. <laughs> it was a 2018 game. Uh, Far Cry 5. Yay. Sorry to break the numbering convention rules, apparently, that we had. Um, but uh, despite the ending, I I really enjoyed the journey to Far Cry 5, like getting through all of the shit that was in Far Cry 5. Those games just play really well. There are so few problems with them. The gunplay is really satisfying. Uh, the pr- progression in this, I thought, was was pretty decent. And the fucking the companions were great. I loved the companion edition, um, where you you don't. There was a rash of games maybe ten years ago where it felt like they were trying to push squads onto everybody, where you'd have to control a whole squad of people. Yes. And I know they give you sort of that option in. Um, What's the helicoptery game that Ghost Recon Wildlands? Yes, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for being know, inside. I don't, I don't know how I got that out of helicoptery game, but yes, because I looked at you and, and you know waggled my fingers and, <laughs> and you, you got know. inside my head. Sure. <laughs> the one where you had the issues with the helicoptering mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that they that I figured out they fixed by giving you both options. Oh, oh, they yeah. Did. If you go down nice. the menu, you can go back to classic controls, which ah, nice. is where I'm a fucking badass right, helicopter pilot. Because you, you finally figured it out, yeah. and then they mm-hmm. fucked it up. And okay, okay, nice. Um, but I feel like there was a rash of games where they sort of forced squad action onto you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it was like Tom Clancy games of some sort, but it was, it was like original Ghost Recon. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't like all that mess for the most part. I, I like having like one person and I can sort of give them a general task and they can go do that on their own. You mm-hmm. need, you need a Lydia from a, what was that? Was that Skyrim or is that the, the one oh, before? Skyrim? Yeah. yeah I don't, I, 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 I've never played Skyrim. <gasps> I thought maybe I it was from the one before. It was not from No, it was Oblivion. a Tales from Skyrim. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Lydia. Because mm-hmm. you were very sad when Lydia died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She Lydia. fell off a mountain or oh, something. Lydia. <laughs> Say, have you met Lydia? <laughs> but, um, yeah, just being able to, like, tell Cheeseburger to run in and and eat dudes. <laughs> or or send Boomer, like, Boomer, best, goodest boy. Yes. Um, sending him to do recon. Mm-hmm. Or having one of the people whose names weren't important because they're not animals. Because um, <laughs> they're not peaches. Yes, they're not peaches or cheeseburger or boomer, who are the best characters yeah. that 
didn't make it into the best characters. Um, I did like how many combinations of interactions you could get by pairing oh, yeah. up like a, a total like random just red shirt character and one of the assigned companion right. characters. Like you could still get like some just random hillbilly and one of your characters and they will interact. Right. Yeah. All the all of those um, guns for hire or whatever they called them. Yeah. Um, all of those had so many conversation options with each other, mm-hmm. with random things that happened. Like you could bring Herc along and he would just be a fucking nutcase <laughs> and shoot rockets at everything. Blowing up everything. Yeah. Like he does. <laughs> Immediately um, take off in a helicopter. Right. We're like, no, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he shows up on an ATV every single time. Um there was a lot of fun. Like, that world was built really well yeah. as well. Like, there were some strange, freaky, dumb, gross things in there, like like the testicle festival with the bulls. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah. like, there are going to be some dumb, freaky, gross things in, in Far Cry games at this point. Like, that's that's kind of a hallmark of them. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. And there's a bunch of, like, random crazy shit that can happen in a Far Cry game that we've been having since Far Cry 2. You know, grenades rolling down hills, and there's a puma that accidentally wanders into a camp and eats everybody. Um, it's just up until the very end of that game, it was a really satisfying game experience. Um, and I don't hate the ending of the game as much as a lot of people do, but I do think it was kind of, uh, kind of a big misstep mm-hmm. to build all this up, reveal, like, you know that he's a bad guy, but yeah. then you find out that he's a really he's a fucking piece of shit Mm -hmm. and um for the end to happen as it does just it's not right (laughs) yeah it's that's not right yeah i don't like it's all right (laughs) i don't like like i'm not mass effect 3 mad about it even though i was never mass effect 3 mad about mass effect 3 but but it's still like pretty dumb and i wish they hadn't done it i wish they had let me I wish we'd gotten either, you know, a, a Pagan Min ending or a Voss ending, something like that. But we got mm-hmm. we got what we got and yeah. it it was not yeah. to my taste. Apparently there's a there's like a forty years later DLC where you might get to kill him. I don't know. That's like that's the like the Far Cry Primal out. version that comes out this year. Oh, is it, is yeah. that a? Oh, it's a it's little standalone. It's basically be the same okay. map. Yeah, it's okay. forty like years after that. Future. Yeah. yeah, but that motherfucker's still alive. Okay, really. So. Uh, well, hopefully it'll be like a thirty dollar thing that we can. It is. We yeah. can all yeah, that's d- what it is. devour just, and get our correct ending. I just feel like that game keeps offering you a cookie throughout the whole game. It's mm-hmm. like you want the cookie, don't you? Come on, come get the cookie. Come get the cookie. And then when you get there, like you can't have the cookie. Yeah. Fuck you. There is no game cookie. over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all in all, it's still pretty pretty damn good experience. It's you know yep. forty hours worth of yeehaw. <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, my number one game of the year is Marvel's Spider-Man. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Wait, when did you play this? I know. I, I purposely yeah. did not talk about it in any of the categories. You didn't even I, update your trophies, did you? No, I wanted yep. this to be a surprise. Um, this, this game is everything I wanted it to be, and I didn't know that going in. Like Going in, I was like, all right, another Spider-Man game. I've played a lot mm. of Spider-Man games. This one is is amazingly well produced. I mean, it is spectacular. It, it, <laughs> it looks incredible. The act like the, the motion capture acting is fantastic. Like it, the performances out of these people is great. 
like there will be moments you will get to where it's like a good five to seven to ten minute cutscene, and that's all you're doing. And I'm engrossed with this. I'm just like, this is up there with Spider-Man movies. This is I'm I'm here for this. I'm totally emotionally invested in this story. Uh after like I know they were honorable mentions, but I think uh, for two varying open world games that did not meet my needs, this one I feel like it did. Like starting all the way at the base level of just how the map is laid out and it's clear and it's concise and you've got districts and it gives you a list of everything to do in them and you can clearly tell what you've got left. Um, Because I feel like the Just Cause 4 map is shitty in terms of like letting you know exactly what's left to do in an area. Mm -hmm. This gives you like a nice checklist and everything and it just it clicks that portion that that like Godfather slash Saints Row three thing in my brain where it's just like, here's a district, here's everything to do in it go. And that just works for me. Uh, the traversal in that game is the most satisfying. The only reason I ever did fast travel was to get the achievement or the trophy for taking the subway five times. I mean, that's the only reason I knew to really do fast travel. Otherwise I'm swinging through that whole city. That shit's fun. Did you ever, Did you ever fast travel while the city was uh, on lockdown? Let's just mm, say that. Yeah. I, I just like that they had a, a, extra animations for yes. that time period in the game. Yes. Um, I, I like that after you encounter the, the fake Spider-Man and then you fast travel, he will be on a subway and you're just like shooting the shit with him. <laughs> He's just in his homemade Spider-Man costume. Um, I'm just... I, And I would say that the, the dude playing uh, Doc Ock is... That guy's great. Like, I was totally invested with that story arc. Like, it it's weird that they have taken this. It's not an origin story for Spider-Man. It's mm-hmm. it's plopping you in years into Spider-Man's Spider-Man journey through New York. But, like, the two biggest Spider-Man villains haven't happened yet. And that's fascinating. Like, all the a bunch of minor villains have. And it's, like, ramping up to the big two. And that's kind of cool so it's kind of an origin story for that but it's still got it just plops you in gently into an existing spider-man universe and you're not lost and it helps that they kind of like slyly reference movie stuff and slyly reference video games stuff and slyly reference comic book stuff like it's a mix of like you probably know some things about spider-man Maybe we'll reference those things like there's there's when you're trying to stop a subway train at one point and it goes horribly wrong and you're like, well, that worked better last time. It's like, okay, yeah, I know what you're referencing, but mm-hmm. why are you referencing it? That's weird. Um, I, I just I. I devoured that game like I this was all within the, like the last week. I got it from Redbox for like a three day rental and was just like, I have to I have to do all of this. I have to do everything. <laughs> It's 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 like I said, like I was saying, I might have said this off mic, but there were only like two or three games in my top whatever that really like provided a lot of joy. And I don't have any complaints about I don't have any complaints about anything in Marvel Spider-Man. It's just a fantastic video game. Well, you know what, Chuck? I don't have any complaints either. And that's why it's my number one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spidey power. Yeah. So I have completely 100% of this game as in finished all the DLCs, all the tropes, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I have zero complaints. Well, that's not true. I have one complaint, and it's new. Okay. Um, they patched it when the last DLC came out. That game is more broken than it was. 
I had issues I'd never had before. Hmm. Like, f- I fell through the world, like, twice. Oh. And things like that. And I'm like, the fuck did you do? You had a flawless game. <laughs> And you mess it up. So, I mean, it's a minor gripe, and I'm sure it's going to be remedied, Mm -hmm. but, um, or sucker punched. um, Insomniac. Insomniac. Yeah, (laughs) whatever it is. Uh, One of those ones. I get what you were trying to do. Yeah, damn it. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, no, it's like, it's great. I mean, and and if you haven't played it, the DLC is great. Okay. I mean, like, so many things like this, the DLC would just be an afterthought. Mm -hmm. This was not, this was planned from the get go. Um, My, again, minor irk. Uh, is that each DLC feels the need to throw more city activities at you, including like little crime things again. And by the end, I was just like, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. I have 50,000 crime tokens. (laughs) I don't need to stop five more crimes. Now, luckily, most of the DLCs are like relegated to the south side of Manhattan. Like they they barely make you go up north at all. Like I think one of them made you go into Central Park for a second, but it's like, you know, it's not not every it's not a borough, I guess. It's a district. Okay. In in Manhattan makes they don't make you do all the crime stuff in all of them okay. in the DLCs. But like I said, by the end it was like, you know, it's just like all right, I finished the game. God damn it, I still have to run around and like do these crime random crime things in these in this just because like I want a hundred percent this. And just by the third DLC, it was like okay, I appreciate you giving me more you know screwball <laughs> challenges because. I was always struggling with challenge tokens. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate you giving me more than enough to, you know, do this. But like, yeah, the crime ones, it was like, okay, damn it. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, I've done this. See, I don't think I have a problem with that. Because the one thing the game kept doing right for me was like, whenever a crime was in progress, mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to stop that crime. Oh, I'm fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> I did too for the longest time until yeah. it was like, now I'm trying to just finish trophy hunting or, mm-hmm. you know, then it was like. All right, now you can fuck off with your random crime tokens, you know, just because yeah. it's like okay. it, it's a bit much. There's like, a point where you're like, I'm just trying to get to the homeless shelter. Yeah, man. <laughs> like I, like I've got an important story beat, and you guys are having another firefight in the middle of the road. I guess I'll fuck you all up and you know move on my, with my life. But I just I love dropping in and just oh be like, sure. Hey, I'm Spider Man. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah, because I just I I used Web Blossom the entire time. Is that the grenade? No, that's where you just you just spin around like a crazy thing oh, and just oh, fire one, off yeah, a million one webs. Of his powers, yeah. it, nine times out of ten, it eliminates every dude in the scene, and I'm just like, well, see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I pretty much rocked the whole game with the the advanced suit power, the fill up your focus meter real fast, right? Just because like I like I like chaining finishers and things okay. like that, but. Yeah, I mean, didn't use that suit because it's an abomination. But uh, I, <laughs> sorry, not, it's not that bad. It's just kind of bad. The the white spider one. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. like I was wearing it during the Halloween sequence when like the other costume people are talking to you and they're like, "White spider, huh? That's kind of dumb." <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, well played then. As long as they acknowledge the fact yeah. that nobody oh, yeah. liked that suit. Yeah, it was this guy get... just wearing like a potato sack Spider-Man outfit, and he was just like, "Well." That's a real dumb outfit. <laughs> nice try, <laughs> white spider. <laughs> dumb. But no, I mean, like they've they've added you know so many costumes over time. Like you got Tobey Maguire webbed Spider Man. There was mm. a, a free drop at Christmas time. Oh yeah. Um, they put it into the Spider Verse one in there in oh. the last DLC. Yeah, they got another cell shaded one. It's like, um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a real weird like funky elongated like long skinny arms and big hands thing hmm. um 
it's like Spider Clan, I think is what it's called. So they're just leaning into all of it. Oh, they're just, yeah, they're just like, whatever. And yeah, to, uh, tell me you got the retro suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that is the best thing in the game. Just don't wear it during cutscenes. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> just swinging around town. If you're going to be bucking around town, put that retro suit on immediately because yeah. it looks so good. Yep. But anyway, yeah, it's, I love it. It is a tremendous video game. An okay. achievement. Yep. Can't wait for the next one either. I hope they're done with DLC. Like I, not that I don't like the game. I just I want to be done with this one and just move on to the next one. Yeah, I think, I think three was all they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's just city doesn't the city never sleeps or whatever, and it's yeah. like we're done. Because mm. get me onto the Miles Morales co Spider Manning one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to add that to my 2018 games I want to play in 2019 list because I keep forgetting about it because I don't really care about Spider Man. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't um, either. I mean, aside from the movies, I don't care. And, and it, I was a. And I, it looks I was so fucking cool. Yeah, it it really. I mean, it won me over big time to the point where I'm like, I need to read about all these because like there are minor villains in it where I'm like, I don't know what this. I don't know who this guy. What the hell is this? I love <laughs> tomato. The, man I love them punking Shocker so hard <laughs> oh, yeah. in that game. It's so good. <laughs> it's just punking that piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. But like, I think we even were talking about this back in the Crackdown days. Like, once we've since we've been able to, you know create giant cities with tall buildings like Spider-Man game where you could do some real Spider-Man shit be fucking awesome and this is the this Spider-Man is game where you can do real Spider-Man yeah. shit and it's fucking awesome yeah. so I need I need to get on that it's considerate added to my 2018 games I want to play in 2019 list outstanding okay good picks guys congratulations Ooh. Spider-Man yeah we have Did five well. more we have five more because Kyle wrote in oh and he gave us his photos oh well that's nice of him oh. yeah Kyle, who always misses the live stream. He did manage to check in tonight. He did. Congratulations, Kyle. Welcome to the party. Hi, Kyle. He'll enjoy this part when he listens to the actual podcast where he sends in his photies and he says, hey, no quarters crew. Hey. Kyle here with my own personal top five photies or my F-T-I-P-T-Ys. Don't even ask me to pronounce it. Favorites that I played this year. Okay. Yeah. As I didn't play many 2018 games in 2018, my list is comprised of my favorites that I played for the first time this year. Mm -mm, No. Let's just say I really took advantage of sales on last year's games. Five, Slain, Back from Hell, a.k.a. Viking Metal Castlevania. You you have my interest. Slain, Back from Hell. Uh, Titanfall 2, Fucking Robot Jocks. Yes. Resident Evil 7, the best video game adaptation of The Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two, Hitman, the complete first season. I dressed as a masseur and threw a fire axe into a man's face. (laughs) I need no more reason than that to put it on this list. Fair. Okay. Kyle has has Kyle gets us. Welcome, welcome, Kyle. Uh, he gets it. Mm-hmm. One Spider Man. <laughs> I may or may not have verbally exclaimed my joy when Spidey first leaped from a window and gave me control to swing down the street, and the game kept that feeling of joy up for its entirety. Mm-hmm. That's my list. I think only one came out in 2018. I look forward to playing the other great 2018 games when they go on sale in 2019. Yeah. Happy New Year, and remember, no matter what anyone tells you, Rabu is a thing. Kyle, <laughs> a.k.a. Kyle at MarvelZombie616, sent from my games under $20 bargain bin. What the fuck is that? It's that. a Let's Slay reference. <laughs> it was the bad guy in one of those fucking shmups we played. Oh, yeah. Every Rabu. five minutes, just, they just kept saying, Rabu's over here, and I would go, what is Rabu? And he would just go, Rabu's a thing. <laughs> every five minutes. Oh, oh man. <sighs> I'm glad and Kyle made it to the live stream to hear that. So good job, Kyle. Good job, Kyle. Hey, Thanks good job, Kyle. Welcome. 
back. And good job picking yeah. the right game for number one. <laughs> oh, man, we need to do Let's Plays again. I like turning my brain off and just saying dumb things. Well, <laughs> line them up. Well, I... <laughs> we do get up. Well, let's <laughs> one time. Is it? No, no, gotta get home. Yeah. All right. But anyway, if you want to write us, you write us at talk at net. Or you can do where my skull at nocorders.net as in the location of my skull. Not That's the best one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, otherwise, check us out, nocorders.net. If you enjoy what we do and you want to do watch a Let's Slay, which comes out early, you go to patreon.com slash bmfcast, home of our sister site. Uh, I believe three bucks gets you the Let's Slays. Yeah. And they're a month yes. early? Yeah, two months early. Two months early. Two yeah, months so get, early. We got a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty good. They're a lot of fun. A lot of video game content. A lot of other content there, mm-hmm. if you like what we do. So check it out. Otherwise, go to nocores.net. Check out all the socials. You'll find us at nocores.net on basically everything. Correct. Yeah. Thanks for listening. So I guess uh, we, that wraps up 2018, huh? Yeah, 2018 is so over. Now we let's can throw it away. power forward to 2019 with all those games that Chuck doesn't care about. Because yeah. nobody makes games for Chuck anymore. Right. Oh, I'm just going to yeah. play Spider-Man over and over again. You know, I, <laughs> I hope you, you take that... I hope you take that attitude into 2019 because there's going to be something that you're going to be like, man, hell yes. And it's going to catch you off guard. Have you tried any survival crafting simulator? Things? Just don't. don't. No. <laughs> you should play Conan Exiles because there's a dong slider. <laughs> there is a dong slider. <laughs> I'm literally going home to play Conan Go Exiles on. for the first time. <laughs> like there's, a tiny yeah. burger? No, yeah, I mean, yeah. like when you're, when you're creating dong slides. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, it's man, like a hot It's a really dog. terrible combo. It's yeah, like a it's, it's, it's basically a like a crystal between two it's small like a pieces of bread. Pups. Oh, the pups. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a hot dog slider. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm saying the yeah. character creation. You can elongate Choose your dong. The, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Elong your dong. You have a long dong slider. Yeah. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm was, back in. She, Video games are great. She, she was great in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, it's time. Yeah. We need to get out of here. All right. I'm Mac. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out. <laughs>